Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Today's show is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity shot. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP and use the promo code WATP for 20% off your one-time purchase and 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site, magicmind.co slash W-A-T-P. But sometimes, even a troll could see nice. That's Vince, that's the guy that you brought into this. Episode 73. Yeah, if you squeeze enough, I mean, eventually something will leak out of you. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what, I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back... Remember to shut the fuck up. What a dick, cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everyone. It's Cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. The only show in the Dabbleverse that wants you to be your own boss, become successful, and then join our Patreon. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, longtime contributor to the show, first-time loser from Once Over with Kaylee on YouTube, it's Lucy Tightbox. Welcome, Lucy. Well, hello. Well, hello. Also with us today, an inspiration. He left the job he loved, thanklessly driving trucks. To make himself more available to WATP from the All Apologies podcast, it's Andy Q Public. Let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And of course, you can watch it live when we do our regular episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. I'll be doing that from the content house this Saturday. We'll be down in the Poconos doing that. But we have a lot of people here watching us live right now, and those people can then watch it live, or not live, they can watch it anytime afterwards unedited, I guess is the point I was trying to make. We also encourage our listeners, please give us a five-star review wherever you review podcasts, and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be competing for the worst podcast in the entrepreneurship category. We've each brought a different show, and you, the listener, gets to vote on who brought the worst. Let's get into it. But first... Let's talk about two weeks ago, the last time we did this, we were talking about the worst health and wellness podcast. And I put a poll out in two places. I skipped to Reddit this time. They don't like no. me. Yeah. <laughs> I put it up. They don't like it's anybody. Not fair. They like me. I know. I'm sorry. I don't think Reddit would have helped this you on rigged. this one. I don't think it would have helped you because on Twitter, Den Fam got 41% of the vote. Andy, very, very well done. And then on our Patreon, where we had, uh, well, we had 700 votes in total. Andy had 63% of the votes with Ben Bam. I took second place on both polls. Lucy took third in both polls. I was surprised. What? I thought you brought a really shitty podcast. Well, now I know how you feel losing every week. Disappointed! Sucks. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised that you lost. 
Thank you. Made me very happy about Great. myself. So thank you guys for for what? Someone didn't fucking yeah. vote with their boner. Yeah. Thank you. I guess there's some things boobs can't do. <laughs> wow, well, slow down. I don't know about yeah. that. I don't know if the boobs were out enough last week. It's probably just the problem. But uh, she's I'll here to make up for harder. that. Yeah, she's here to make up for that. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go Andy and then me and then Lucy because I feel like you need to take notes and learn how to do this. Okay. So we'll show you how it's done. All right. Andy, I want to start with you. I don't even know what you brought to us today. <laughs> What's the name of your uh, podcast? Well, the name of the podcast was Film Cooper. Okay. And this is more of a a reaction video. So it is an entrepreneur reacting to another entrepreneur. It's an, an inception of entrepreneurship, Carl. Okay. So the video that's being watched is a dating coach who is trying to figure out what ten straight which ten strangers are sleeping with each other. She supposedly doesn't know who's paired up with who. So there's ten and so there's five couples? There's five couples. Okay. And she's has to pair the people together that are fucking. Okay. And then this spaz loser is watching her do this mm -hmm. and reacting to it. And this guy is how did you find that? I have my ways, Carl. <laughs> yes, you do. What we're gonna do is skip straight to clip seven. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> where... What's going on in that clip? <laughs> this is where uh this guy, he's an entrepreneur because he makes his own shitty necklaces. This is something that kindergartners do at summer camp right and they look terrible and stupid but uh it's not gonna stop him from showing what them. does that pay yeah. <laughs> please go buy my necklaces i really like them they're really high quality and i'm so <laughs> proud of them and i designed them all myself it's my company i make it i'm not doing a sponsorship it's mine nicholas cage doing an ad it's my necklaces and you're gonna get them that's not nicholas cage that's my dad my dad doesn't yell at me he's a very nice kind and open-hearted emotionally intelligent gentleman <laughs> Now back to the video. Okay, so <laughs> great impression, by the way. It's less adaptation and a lot more Con Air. See, this cage, is where right. If we're this is where I get really annoyed with the word entrepreneur. Yes, because every chick with an Etsy page is an entrepreneur. Correct. She creates a craft or something. It's like that's not what an entrepreneur is, dummy. No, no, no. This guy's an this. entrepreneur. Okay, he's, he's making. So. He's making what. <laughs> What do you call that? Uh, boondoggle and yeah, selling right. it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. He's you know, an entrepreneur. That was my first job when I was six years old. My friend Renee and I, we went and sold boondoggle bracelets of course in front did. of her lawn instead of doing a lemonade stand. Yeah. You know who else does that? People in third world countries who live near ports. Yeah. For all the fucking cruise line people who get off and they want to sell them junk. Yeah. Are you guys braiding tourist hair, too? Yeah, right. Is that an entrepreneur? <laughs> oh, hey, Lucy. I got cornrows and a boondoggle necklace. <laughs> Whee! All right. So, clip eight. Uh, Cooper is going to give some uh, virgin vibes off. Let's see how the dating coach... Uh, is doing figuring out who's who here. Will you guys hit on each other, please? Yeah. Your body looks amazing today. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Your hair looks good. Your eyes are beautiful. Your smile is great. Ew. Anything else? All right. They're definitely sleeping but... together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. That was inappropriate. I wouldn't know what that type of chemistry is like with someone because I've never felt the touch of a woman. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yes, we could tell. If, if uh, any of my other clips that leading up to this one were there, you would know that this guy's a real uh, chatterbox. Okay. And he probably talks through 
his entire lovemaking sessions. But uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he's by himself, so it's not a yeah. big deal. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Looking good down there. <laughs> you got this one. Yeah. All right. The dating coach pairs two women together, okay. and Cooper is going to take this as an opportunity to congratulate the LGBTQ plus community. I call this clip LG because we like you. Us. Hey, give a round of applause to gay women. We're not sure if these women are gay, but just because we remembered of them. We were remembered of them? We were, we, we. What? Yeah, he can't talk either on top of everything else. Oh, no. I remember that you're a dildouche, Cooper. <laughs> okay, <laughs> clip 10 is ruined too. I know that. <laughs> At least I knew that one was ruined. Yes. Uh, clip 11, this, uh, I called this the pastor prediction, and Cooper's going to have PTSD reacting to the dating coach's prediction. Touch his face. <laughs> I don't think they accept that. <laughs> okay, thank God. They would kiss each other, but not in front of their, each other's loves, because they're both in love with somebody else. Here today, because you can't sleep with somebody unless you're in love, because you can't marry somebody unless you're in love, and that's all the time you can sleep together. That's what the pastor said on the street corner, and then he called me an F-slur. <laughs> I'm wildly confused. I realize you're missing some clips to probably set all of this up. Yeah. What's going on? This is not an entrepreneurial podcast, right? Well, the woman is selling her dating coach okay. uh, services. And he's selling, and he's selling necklaces. necklaces. Okay. Yes. So this is a loophole thing. And Andy's selling, selling it to what, us. What, yeah, right. what loophole? Uh, <laughs> Servant goods and services. Okay. All right. Fair, all right. Fair, I'll follow what the voters yeah. decide. Yeah, losers. Did the guy with half of a clip package win? Or I just want to say else... a vote for Andy means the end to democracy. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep going. I, it's not my fault that society has decided that entrepreneurship, <laughs> thanks Shark Tank, is yeah. a fucking what, sandbox that anybody can play That's in. That's true. Yeah. If you have PowerPoint, you can yeah. be an entrepreneur. If you're a child and you attach <laughs> you know, a spoon to the end of your Legos, then you're an entrepreneur. According to Shark Tank. Whoa. What's the application for yeah. this? Yeah. Hold on. I, hey, I might want to invest in this. Pen, pen, <laughs> Do you like the spoon? Or... <laughs> Can I have 50% ownership of this? <laughs> well, how much capital are you going to put out there? Is this in perpetuity? What are you talking about, Mr. Wonderful? All right. So clip 12. Uh, I called this one Cool Story. Cooper doesn't like the demeanor with which men hit on women. Okay. And he tells this absurd story that is going to kind of sound familiar to people that are familiar with this show stage me you're trying to be like oh yeah i actually don't need a napkin for my risotto ball i wanted one because i didn't want to get these fingies greasy that doesn't make me a little boy and you a man it makes you an attention-seeking little loser and what i say all that to say is he did the voice that these two boys have done where it's like you should know by now that i don't want any napkins made me want to throw up bile doesn't that sound like a Patrick Michael story. Yeah, it's a told. weird rant. Yeah. It's a weird thing to get uh, hyped up about. Yeah. Also, so, does this guy blink? <laughs> he's a psycho. He, he doesn't blink and he doesn't get laid. Yeah. That's what we've learned. Does he have viewers? Is this a popular show? Carl, how much work do you want me to do? <laughs> I, I, I barely was able to pull this off. I certainly didn't do All right, a enough. deep dive into the All analytics right. of enough. the film Cooper's show. All right, so... Asking too much. If you think Cooper's an annoying loser, 
you should have seen him back in the day. So in clip 13, this is a loser flashback. Will you ask him a question? Whatever you want. Yeah. So what do you find attractive about me? Uh, I really like your smile. I like your sense of fashion, too. <laughs> this dude is really good at what it's called rizzing. He's rizzing all over the place. He can't stop rizzing. If I was standing in front of this guy, we'd be rizzing like crazy next to each other. I'd rizz myself blind next to that guy. I guess he's just nervous in front of the camera, and that's fine. I'm nervous in front of the camera. If you look at my older YouTube videos... Uh, yeah. So the Amish, basically there weren't a lot of them and they slept with each other so uh, legally they're all uh, technically inbred but not in a weird way so you can suck in an awkward way or a confident way is right. what we're learning here did he change his voice of the old video i think that's him <laughs> that just really mocking himself like yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense but he's still making necklaces can i check ask, it out can i ask you a really dumb question please what's, i don't have any answers what's rizzing it's uh Slang for charisma. Oh, okay. So I, when people I have, just learned this. Did you just learn yeah. this yeah. one? It's, yeah, because you made a face like I'm an idiot. So I was <laughs> no, I was, really, I was really proud of myself because I learned it like two okay. days ago. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pile on. <laughs> I'll bet that uh, Cooper here is the first person to ever get kicked out of uh, drama club for being too dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're annoying everyone. Get out of here. You're too much for drama club, Cooper. Go start a fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> Please. All right. And then in clip 14, uh, this is going to be another one that sounds like another low cow that we all know. Let's see if you can figure out who that is. You can't make fun of me because I have a stutter and and I does it are you ableist if you make fun of how I talk? I never thought about that and until somebody commented it recently and I was like, oh, I feel about that. Someone commented his stutter makes him so baby girl and then someone commented, isn't that ableist? And I was like, oh no way. It's fine. It's not it's I just get conjumbled. In the court of public opinion, you so are an ableist. So he's telling, and I look forward to the day. I say, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> he's telling Patty Seacup type stories while he's stuttering. If he starts live streaming from the, a beach in the Hamptons, <laughs> we'll have it all. it's going to be the yeah. low-cow yeah. trifecta. <laughs> if he shaves just part of the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, clip 15 called Hard Evidence. If you thought that this dating coach was full of shit, she's going to prove that she's got the goods. Go. And see if you can guess. If these two people are lovers. Okay. <laughs> Same here. There could have been. I'm not sure. <laughs> Will you guys kiss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no? So they're not sleeping together. Who, who would have guessed? How could, they, how could she tell um, that they weren't a couple? Well, maybe because they're both heterosexual guys who don't want to make out. <laughs> probably In not. front of their actual partners. Yeah, <laughs> probably why. Well... Trust me, Lucy, it wouldn't matter if they're alone in the room together or not. That's not happening. But it would have been hilarious. They're like, come here, you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just practicing. <laughs> All right. Last clip, 16. Let's find out how the dating coach did pairing these people up and if it was not uh, obviously staged and completely fake. Raise your hand if she got you right. <laughs> Holy dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's no way just go there's no way their fingers i yeah. mean this is an easy thing to do i'm not impressed <laughs> all right well that's uh film cooper <laughs> entrepreneur film cooper film cooper is who you brought for us thank you andy oh you're One, done wonderful oh, okay. presentation i'm sorry i didn't have all of your clips yeah can you there. believe there was more clips in that it probably would have made more sense with if there was all right ladies and gentlemen i present to you one of the world's greatest entrepreneurs. This is a man who was in the rat race 
working in the nine to five job, working for the man. And he decided to give himself a 2000% raise and get himself out of the rat race. And of course he has a podcast (laughs) called 2000% raise. You know who I'm talking about? John Sarasati. This isn't fair. We made it. The 50th episode of 2000% raise. We made it. All right, so this intro right here shows up how sweet his house is. Walking down the stairs. A pool table with black felt. What? What? That must be a nice pool table. Those don't exist. <laughs> Not in my world, they don't. <laughs> now, Pictures of himself everywhere. If you don't know what we're talking about. No other family members to be found. John Sarasani is a guy that we focus on quite a bit on who are these socials. Blind Mike and I have talked about him a few times. It's because of his Instagram presence. He puts out these reels. And his reels are basically telling people to fuck off yeah, or bragging about how much money he has or showing his pool or showing how great his bathroom is. They're designed to make me feel bad about myself. Correct. Okay. He wants to let you know that he's winning, that you're a loser. And then every now and again, he'll show that he's doing charity. Like he was driving 100 stakes to the police precinct yeah. for some reason. <laughs> how big is the freezer in this place? It seems like a waste, but okay. So let's talk about the movement that is the 2000% raise this company that he started um on this 50th episode i'm going to do two things first thing i'm going to do is tell you about our upcoming event in las vegas the 2000% raise membership which really was just a function from this podcast that came about from the 2000% raise book and uh gosh really the movement if you will on social media it, it has been incredible guys it's not a movement would you guys know what this was if it weren't for WATS? No. This guy literally, we just watched a video yesterday. We did a, an emergency WATS. And he had a guy who was goofing on him on Facebook or something. So he tracked down photos of him and information about him and was posting photos of this guy and going, this guy's a fucking loser. Look at this loser who's trying to call me out. What a dick. Like, this isn't a movement. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a bowel movement. Yeah, you're just being an asshole to people and showing off your wealth. But, okay, so you know on this episode, the 50th episode, he wants to talk about this event they have coming up in Vegas, and he wants to talk about the first 25 episodes they did of this podcast. Now, one of the things that he said early on when I started following this guy, he goes, guys, I don't need to work anymore. I am a multimillionaire. I started the company. I sold it. I'm good. I don't have to work. How does that make you feel? I got all the time in the world. But then he's putting on events, and he's got this podcast, and he wrote a book. It's like... All these things seem like work to me. I don't know. Like putting out an event in Vegas that you're promoting, getting speakers for it and sponsors and all the shit you have to do. Sounds like work. It's a lot of work, actually. It's Lying a is a work. full-time job. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So let's talk about, though, he's going to reflect on those first 25 episodes of this podcast. I'm going to try to keep this episode under 30 minutes so you guys listen to the whole thing. Uh, we, we tend to lose... Li- <laughs> <laughs> start losing listeners around that uh 25 to 35 minute mark so get confident stupid i'd like to know what happens after 60 seconds to be yeah. honest with you. he's like yeah people get bored of me around 25 minutes out like, yeah i mean i'm sure they've dropped off by that and i'm sure that's true okay so let's talk about this vegas event that is coming up and how much is it? How can I get tickets? Well, let's start off with this Vegas event, guys. It's it's about the entrepreneurial journey, and and you're invited to go. Uh, it's a VIP event. 
go to uh, 2000percentraise.com backslash events and you can get all the details. If you can't afford the event or if you're listening to this early enough, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I might have a promo code for you. Get confident, stupid. Okay, so immediately he's already discounting the price of tickets. He's like, look, I know it's expensive. So if you want, send me a DM. I'll get you in a little bit cheaper than that. I also like that he was like, um, it, it, you are invited. Also, it's a VIP event. Yes. Every person it, who goes is VIP. Yeah. yeah. He but makes you're that, invited. He makes that very clear. Yes. If you show up at the door and you say you click the wrong thing or not enough of the things, I'll let you in anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. He's like, well, okay. So if you've checked out the event and you see how much money it costs, it actually costs a lot less than that. So don't let that discourage you. <laughs> that's a terrible way to sell something. And I was involved in a lot of these types of events. And organizations not that long ago, just a few years back. Entrepreneurs, this is one thing I've learned. They love selling the concept of being an entrepreneur. It's very similar to uh, Don LaPree, mm-hmm. that grift that he used to have. If you're not familiar with that, I've talked about it a few times. It's one of my favorites. Don LaPree had this thing in the, in the 80s and 90s. You'd see these commercials late night on TV. And he'd go, if you're ready to start making Hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I will tell you how I did it out of my one-bedroom apartment. And what he did is he would put out these classified ads in newspapers that said, do you want to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month? Here's how to do it. Send me $40 and you'll get the secret to it. So you go, 40 bucks for hundreds of thousands a month? Sounds like a good deal. So you take 40 bucks, you send it off to Don Dupree, Don Dupree sends you back a thing, he says, just do the thing that I just did to you, because yeah, right. you just got grifted, motherfucker, <laughs> and then you too will have hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don Dupree ended up going to prison and dying in jail, but that's not the point. <laughs> the, the point is that it's the same thing, but they're actually targeting people with more money and more ambition. Yeah. So rather than those idiots who are on their couch with their hand down their pants going, yeah, I really don't want to work anymore. How do I just have an easy thing where I can just make money? These people are like, I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to own a company and I want to just, sweet, give us thousands of dollars. We'll show you how to do it. We'll tell you about the journeys. The word journey. The entrepreneurial, come to this event. We'll talk all about the entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, you quit your job and start a company. Yeah. Cool. We've arrived. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Very good. Everybody's got a journey now. Everyone's Everything got a you do is a journey, journey, according to the deep dive with June Diane. I wish I'd stop believing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's go back out. to your Don LaPree impression, okay? <laughs> that you're was, ready that was to make $100,000 a month. You get nothing. You lose. thought if I waited long enough, it would get funny again. Okay, <laughs> so let's find out what to expect from this event. Oh, spoiler, it's $2,000 a ticket, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. So let's find out. Unless you have what, what, a promo code. Unless you, unless you DM him on Instagram to get the promo code. I literally, literally just uh, almost did a spit take. <laughs> yeah. 2000 You weren't expecting that, were you? And it's not even like a week. It's a weekend. But okay, let's see what you could expect here. But here's what you could expect. When you arrive on Thursday, October 12th, we're doing small meet and greets, about 10 to 15 people at a time in the penthouse at the Palazzo. Um, that is my my penthouse that I'll be having for the week there. Um, I'm going to have a couple special. That's like Kevin Brennan. I was going to say, you <laughs> we'll can hang watch, out in my hotel room. You can watch me play poker if you want. <laughs> right. I got to watch this again. For the week there, um, I'm going to have a couple special 
guests with me there that are high profile in nature, um, either entrepreneurs or celebrities or hint, hint, maybe a little bit of both. Okay. Well, if it's 2000 bucks, can I find out who's going to be there? Can yeah, you I know. name names? It sounds like you don't have anyone yeah. in these slots yet. Yeah. Right. Even Comic-Con tells me if Worf is going to be there. <laughs> right. And 10 to 15 people at a time. How many times do you think? <laughs> I know, right? Two? <laughs> I just think that if he had people lined up for this, he'd be telling us, because this is the sales pitch, right? Yeah. I just, he's already discounting it, as we've observed. It. He has no one even lined up. <laughs> I just think he's trying to get women to DM him and then come up to his penthouse. Yeah. That's very possible. While paying him. Yeah. Stormy Daniels is the entrepreneur. <laughs> that is, and celebrity, penthouse. and celebrity. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's both. <laughs> All right, so this event was in October. It's already come and gone. But thankfully, he still has the information up on his website. So I was able to find this for us so we could find out who these people are. That At this time, he wasn't telling us. Oh, yeah, check this out. We have Randy Couture from the UFC, Josh Childress, and Icky Woods. Icky Woods, Now, if I know anything about Icky Woods, I remember that guy. He would score like maybe 10 touchdowns a year and then do a little dance in the yeah. outside called the Icky Shuffle. I'm like, I want to learn how to be an entrepreneur from that guy. Yeah. That guy, can, he's got moves. Let's do it. I mean, you remember him, so he must be doing something, right? I remember him because he was he's in the Super Bowl in yeah. <laughs> He's not an entrepreneur. He lost to Joe Montana in the 49ers, by the way, in case you're wondering. So, And then there's a bunch of other people you've never heard of with the smaller names here. We got sponsors. Sponsors come down to like podcasts, side hustle podcast as a sponsor. Oof. Yeah, probably not great. New low. And then uh, ticket price includes complete VIP experience, a swag bag with over $1,000 in retail gifts. <laughs> He's selling this hard. You would think that people who want to go to this are not worried about. Yeah. Am I going to get my money's worth? You're dropping two with... grand. Yeah, right. Exactly. Can I bring some toys home? <laughs> well, it's only a thousand if you uh, re- re- subtract the thousand yeah. dollars in gifts you get. So this is great because uh, the first night Thursday is what he was just talking about. The meet and greet in the penthouse and small groups, 60 minute intervals. So for for an hour at a time, they bring in 10 to 15 people and they drink tequila. and They hang out with these people. After that, there's a cocktail reception with an open bar. So then they go and they they drink. Then on Friday, look at these events. I've never seen. I've been to a lot of these types of events. <laughs> I've never seen something so loose. 9.30 to noon, speakers networking content. It okay. could be anything. Right. Noon to 2.45, luncheon, high-end networking. 12.45 to 4, speakers networking content. Yeah. 4 to 6, open bar advertisers <laughs> networking. So it's just a bunch of people fucking mingling yeah. and going, how much did you pay to get here? How much yeah. did you pay? <laughs> yeah. I, you didn't pay 2000 did you? No, no, I didn't pay 2000 How much did you pay? How much did you pay? <laughs> the blackjack dealer counts as a speaker, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always go to the table where they have to stay on a soft 17. Yeah. I can't stress this enough, people. People are right now. Oh, soft, stay on a soft 17. Okay, good. Good to know. But... <laughs> He continues to sell us on it because he's got some really cool spots for us. Although I think he might be bullshitting here by the way he presents this. Well, we got uh, two uh, really cool meeting spaces. One's like a lounge-like bar-like setting combined with just a regular meeting space with projectors and tables. Um, And they're kind of connected. And I chose this over the Trump Tower, which is immediately off the Vegas Strip. It's only a couple minutes from uh, from the Palazzo. Pretty freaking cool place once, once once you see... When you're there, you'll see why I picked it. It's pretty, 
pretty effing cool. He literally mentions the place he should be at. Yeah. The, the Trump Plaza. He's like, yeah, but this place is so much cool. Wait till you see it. There's this dividing wall. You get, It retracts. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. He keeps winking. He's like, you'll see. You'll see. Oh, yeah. You guys will not be disappointed. I'm still ramping my brain around the networking part of the agenda, too, which is tantamount to talking to the other dildos that were tricked into going. <laughs> yeah. Correct. It's like, I was networking with Triple Jesus and band practice guy in Chicago. Wow. How many podcasts have you started with those guys? I'm an then? entrepreneur. <laughs> I know. Yeah, this is like a tiki hut kind of thing. All right. I feel like, Producer Chris, you're not sold on this yet. Sell me more. Okay. <laughs> Check this out. Because now we're going to talk about what's going to close out this whole event here. And then we're finishing it up with a two-hour cocktail reception and oh. some more past hors d'oeuvres and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time, let's just say. All right? It's just two days of drinking in Vegas yeah. with John. Past hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> I know. It's a fucking wedding. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> a, a wedding with people you don't know. <laughs> and probably don't want to know. Yeah, this is a wedding for me. So you're, I know what you guys are thinking, because at this point, we don't know that Icky Woods is going to be there, obviously. We don't know the Icky Shuffle. <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah, we don't know that yet. So now we're thinking, like, well, this is a lot of money, and I don't know who's going to be there, but John's going to put us at ease here. I don't want to give up too much information on who the speakers are, but trust me. I'm in charge of curating it. It's my fucking brand. I'm going to make sure it's a good fucking time for everybody. And the ticket price is only as expensive as it is because it's costing me a shitload of fucking money to do this. Yeah, because Icky wasn't so expensive. He got so many other options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so many things he could be doing. I could be speaking at an old folks' home or the senior facility. Yeah. Or... How am I supposed to scale Randy Couture punching me in the face? That's like, yeah. that's what he sells, right? Right, yeah. Punches in the face. Yeah, so I gotta get 100 people, give me 2,000 bucks each. I just think that's funny. He goes, I know it's expensive, but it's costing me a lot of money. Okay, but shouldn't, like, having sponsors offset that? Oh, by the way, if you're interested in sponsoring that Vegas event or sponsoring this podcast, hit me in the fucking DMs because, uh, yeah, I'm starting to do I'm starting to do that now. And we got luncheon sponsors, cocktail reception sponsors, meeting sponsors. We're fucking sponsored up for this motherfucking Vegas event, I'm going to tell you right now. Can I sponsor the networking? I don't want to just do the luncheon and the bar. What else can we sponsor? <laughs> Anything, everything. Sponsor John Sirsani's, uh slap machine what's well, also visit it's weird to me so i've been into these types of events like i said and normally it's it's in a uh specific field so for me it was digital marketing and so the sponsors would be there because they want to sell to digital marketers like hey if you want to advertise use our product we have the best blah 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 technology whatever these are just random assholes who think they're gonna become millionaires starting their own business mm -hmm. it's like they're in an industry they're just entrepreneurs whatever the fuck that means it could be someone with an etsy page like we've talked about so i don't even know why who would sponsor this thing it's not gonna be a lot of people there subreddit surfing sense. sponsored by all apologies podcast You're right March yeah. 10th. all right. right so now we're gonna reflect back on the first 25 episodes of this podcast and he talks about the first show he ever did he got roddy white the wide receiver from the falcons to come on and uh props to john sarasani a guy who feels very good about himself. He realizes, you know, maybe he wasn't the best podcast host on his first episode. But then he quickly decides, no, I was actually pretty good. 
Yeah, I look back at that interview episode one, and Roddy was such a damn good guest that it saved my ass because I was a shitty fucking host. I was a shitty host for that first episode. I thought I was interesting and shit, and I, and I was. It, it was interesting, I think, because me and Roddy, like, vibe. Well, we almost got some humility out of him for a <laughs> yeah. second there. He's like, you know, I wasn't very good at this, but I mean, actually, I was. Because yeah. I actually, I'm really good at what, everything I do. Yeah. So Thank God I'm naturally charismatic yeah. or else it would have been a bad show. Yeah. Thank God it was great after all. So then he has a, a guest on. The second episode is the voice of the Chicago Bears. And he's a Chicago guy. So this is a big deal for him. And uh, he explains that this is very much Patrick Michael. Remember when Patrick Michael was talking about do you party? And he's like, the thing about hosting a show like this is that you bond with your guests. They come on. And he was talking about the drummer from the Kill Tony band. He goes, yeah, we both went blind smoking weed. So now we're friends for life because we have that in common. Well, John has something in common with the voice of the Bears, which will uh, obviously make them friends forever. So the thing that stands out to me the most about that episode is he had literally just lost his mother, um, I believe, a week or so prior to us um, filming the show. And uh, I'm getting used to being a podcast host still, right? This is only my second episode. Me and Lou don't really even know each other. We know of each other. We don't know each other. Um, we do now. We've become friends now. We've followed each other on social media and shit, but we knew me well enough to agree to do my fucking show, right? But it, it was at that moment that I realized the connections you get to make as a host of a podcast. I guess really any media media thing, but... It was kind of cool because I had mentioned when he had said his mom passed, I had mentioned that I lost my mom too. And for me, that gave us a different level of a bond. What? <laughs> and what bond is that? Yeah, what are you talking about? Did you get demoted or? Did you guys go out for dinner afterwards? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Sure. Probably not. But let's talk about all the big celebrities he's had on his show. And he's going to go through the list of the guests that he's had. Uh, the next two in a row. Actually, the next three. Pretty pretty high-profile folks. I, I started to come, boom, boom, boom. Look at me now. Here I come. Tracy Tudor. Then Ryan DeLuca. Then David Meltzer. Boom, boom, boom. Who? Yeah. <laughs> what? And the rest. <laughs> What's that? So, apparently, Tracy Tudor, he was nervous to meet her. Because she's from the Million Dollar Listings TV show on Bravo. Anyone? No one? No one here? Okay. So he explains that uh, that was a nerve-wracking experience, even though him and that woman are really good friends. I uh, would love to go back to that one and redo. I, I would like a redo with Tracy, too. I wish I was a better interviewer. It, it was good. I just look at myself. I'm, you know, you're your worst critic of yourself, right? Um, I was a little starstruck, even though I'd met her a number of times and we're kind of friends and she knows me and we text and, <laughs> and it's like, I'm fucking nervous because it's my podcast. I don't want her to think I'm an idiot because she was definitely much more polished than me back then. And still, and still, and she does think you're an idiot. Yeah. By the way, just he FYI. thinks he's his worst critic. I'm pretty sure that that's not accurate. I, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. He's like, you know, you guys know me. I'm always so self-conscious. No, you're not. You go on the internet Here's every day and tell me what you're the Here's best. Here's all this great stuff <laughs> yeah. I have. I'm like my biggest break. fan and my worst critic. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's who I'm presenting here for the worst show in the entrepreneurship category. Cheating. 2,000% race. Not cheating. <laughs> Not cheating. It's a podcast. It's about entrepreneurship. They even have events 
So far, I think I'm in the lead, but who knows? Lucy type. I think I'm in the lead, Lucy. What do you think? <laughs> Lucy type said two weeks to figure this out. I'm going to be honest. I, I was not feeling super confident about this week. Um, Jeez, that's not like you. I know. I, I'm my own worst critic, as somebody else might say. <laughs> um, so this we're going to be checking out Premium Mindset is going to be the name of the podcast that I checked out. Um, and we are going to check out their intro in clip one. Welcome to the Premium Mindset, the weekly podcast where homegrown entrepreneurs and business owners, Evan Ritchie and Cameron Bodden, share the good, the bad and the ugly of modern entrepreneurship and reveal what really happens behind the scenes of their personal and professional lives. As owners of two of America's fastest growing and most disruptive companies, Coconut Cleaning and Green Mango Pest Control. Stay tuned for real stories, struggles, insight, and advice from real entrepreneurs in real time. All right. You win by getting the word disruptive in there for the yeah. first time. I think that's the first time we heard that one. These disruptive companies. Oh, it's a whole yeah. new paradigm shift based on this company. Oh. When did the disruptive become a positive thing? Yeah, I know. That's a negative thing. No, You're, it's changing I've the been game. I told over and over in fifth grade that I was disrupting class. Maybe you were not never a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't recognize your true talents. So the things that I really hated about this intro to start out with is that they couldn't have gotten a guy who wasn't out of breath to do the voiceover for it. Like, I just do not understand that at all. And then I also looked into these two companies, uh-huh. uh, Coconut Cleaning and Green Mango, yeah, fastest, whatever the fuck some, it was. Some of the fastest growing companies I've heard. Yeah, not the fastest growing companies. They're not. No. That's what they just told me, though. Yeah, I know. They're liars. Oh. Um, it turns out. It turns out that they are liars. So we are going to see how they are going to say hello to us for the first time in this episode in clip two. Hello and welcome. Oh my God. So it's starting off really good. We get like a lot of confidence. We can tell that they are entrepreneurs. They really care about their stuff. It's great. Lucy, I apologize. I was writing down the name of the podcast when you were presenting the the Mm -hmm. first clip there. So which company builds the race cars? Ah, good question. Yeah. You might notice that there were three companies, <laughs> even though, uh-huh. um, and we will check this out in clip three, you might notice that um, in the intro they said that there were two companies, but clearly okay. there are three. Right? Yeah, because there there's are, a racetrack and race cars. Track, yeah. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very odd, right? Probably build engines or something. So it's probably like coconuts. Right? Yeah. Race car runs on coconuts, Carl. <laughs> what don't you get? And That's what green mangoes. <laughs> um, so in clip three, we are going to hit listen to Evan and Cameron introduce themselves a little bit more. And again, we are going to be surprised by the fact that three businesses have been named. Okay, good. Hello and welcome. Oh my God. To today's episode on the premium mindset. Mm. My name's Evan Ritchie, co-owner of Coconut Cleaning. And my co-host today, as always, is yours truly, Cameron Bodden, also co-owner of Coconut Cleaning, founder and CEO of Green Mango Pest Control, founder, CEO of Agave Auto Glass, and... Just an all-around great guy, great father, great husband. Cameron, thanks for for coming on today. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it couldn't be more awkward. And also yeah. to you. <laughs> so they're just business partners? They're business partners. There's yeah. a third random business that we never hear anything about. I have no idea what the race car thing is. They never talk about it. Ever yeah, again. well, they, they talked about Here, automotive glass, right? Yeah. yeah. Here they they name it, and that's the only conversation about it other than the video clips that we get of the cars. And he accentuates every syllable with the shocker. 
which is good. <laughs> that's always fun. And he's wearing a pit stain friendly stuttering John colored t shirt. <laughs> it's hip. Very, very beautiful. Um, so we are going to get into what the topic for today is. They didn't do a great job with the intro, no. so hopefully they do a great job with explaining to us what they are going to be Good. talking about in clip four. Premium mindset. Let's get into it. I'm excited to talk about today's... We got some good stuff today, Evan. It's the best stuff. It's primarily geared towards other entrepreneurs, Okay, but also customers will appreciate our approach and how we remedy accidents let's call them accidents um what yep so what they are so going murders? To this is a show for both their customers and other entrepreneurs yep all right so the first rule is pick one yeah um <laughs> very challenging in addition yeah. to that you might notice that they just did a very horrible job explaining the topic for today so yeah. i'm going to tell you the name of the episode which will answer that question ah, okay. for you which is employee mistakes crap you deal with as an entrepreneur so that's right. We are going to listen to these two entrepreneurs here's blame their thing, employees for everything. Here's one thing I can agree with. Employees are fucking terrible. The I hate worst. them all. <laughs> They're always shitting at work. Why are they doing it the way I would have done it? <laughs> all right. That's always fun. Trying to get fired. <laughs> all right. So in clip five, Evan is going to tell us about one of his star employees. This He repeatedly says that this is one of his best employees. You know what? Andrew, my first employee's first day, he was accused of stealing jewelry. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. We're off to a good start. Oh my God. All He's right, been so climbing the ladder ever since. What a great thing to admit online is my employees get accused of stealing, you know, jewelry. He was but, trying. So it shows assertiveness. Yeah. It's true. Promoted. So not to be one upped, Cameron is going to share his story in clip six. You know what's funny about that? What? And I want to hear that story. But you remember the exact same thing happened with me with an employee. I don't want to drop the names here. But my brother's best friend, okay, technician goes into his house, calls me after and says, hey, your boy just stole my wife's wedding ring. It was on the dresser. What? <laughs> Why would you want to advertise that your employees are constantly getting <laughs> accused of stealing shit? That's a big one, too. Yeah. Right? Why? Someone's house and stealing the, the wife's wedding ring? Does that mean they're married now? Or Yeah. <laughs> it's a really works. beautiful story, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, the wife was cheating on you. She took it off so she could hook up in a hotel. Yeah. And then she accused your butt boy of stealing it. That's what happened. I don't hear clapping anymore. <laughs> Why aren't you clapping? All right. So these are just accusations, though. You know, I mean, maybe maybe the customers are lying. <laughs> So we have to, to start this. we have to get proof yeah. for this, right? So let's find uh, oh out no. how they are going to get evidence in clip oh seven. No. He had to take a lie lie detector test because he passed. We didn't pay for the person's ring. What kind of conversation is this? Yep, it's a horrible one. Yeah, what, what are we learning question. here? Yeah, when are we going to clean that with coconuts? Yeah, yep. <laughs> really, really makes me want to go into business with these guys. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Jesus. They're getting lie detectors involved. Yeah, they had to go to the police department for the lie detector test wow. also, allegedly. I don't know. So uh, Cameron did not pay for the ring, even though, you know, whatever. And it turns out, of course, because of this lie detector test, that nobody from Cameron's company stole this ring, right? Okay. We are positive of that. Good. Absolutely. Nobody Great. involved with him stole the ring. Clip eight. Let's find out. Uh, three months ago, he called me. He's like, hey, I just want you now, to know. Now, how many years later? Eight. Eight years later. <laughs> no, Okay. Five, at least five. He said, hey, I just want you to know 
that I found out that it was my cousin who stole the ring. So it turns out that somebody from their company did steal the ring. And they went to the lengths of getting a lie detector test done to prove that they didn't do anything wrong, but they actually were 100% at fault. They didn't lie detect the right person. Yes, yeah. Is the problem. Yeah. Technically, they were right. Which is, again, what kind a of story is this? What, am I, what great, am I learning from this? You're it's learning insane. that right now you do not want to hire coconut cleaners or green mango pest control. I don't have valuable wedding rings in this house, I don't think. All right. So maybe, so maybe you're right. okay. Yeah, what are maybe these guys okay. being smug about? I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah, yeah, I had to deal with that, too. <laughs> All right. So now we know that their employees are thieves. Okay. We, we at least know that one of their employees is a thief. Um, but what other sort of property damage might they do? And we will find out in clip nine. Let's talk Fine. about your house, man. Okay. <laughs> Let's well, talk about the van backing into okay. the house. <laughs> oh good uh so it turns out that one of their employees backed a van into a house so they said it's a show for entrepreneurs uh-huh. so in other words the message is don't become an entrepreneur yes they also said it was a show for customers yep don't become a customer don't hire them okay yeah. cool yeah okay. i guess you know i thought it was gonna be tough to target both those audiences but now i'm getting it this is useful in a, in yes. a way of like figuring out who you don't want to hire correct thank yes. you for telling me all right all right, so in clip 10, we're going to get to watch the video evidence of the truck backing into the pole. They're backing up into a carport, um, right? A carport, and it's in Mesa, and it's one of those um, like lower yeah. like lower roofs, whatever. And the video, the customer has this video of the, the van backing up, and he backs up right, <laughs> he backs up right into the carport. Hilarious. Hilarious. So then he explains after this, which I don't have a clip for, but he explains that the employee then just took the pole and picked it up and tried to put it back into its position <laughs> and <laughs> claimed that it was fixed. Nice. Um, I've yeah. done that. Spit shined uh, it. Uh, many yeah. times yeah. I've hit fences with the truck and just push it over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah, truck's blocking that camera. Could have been anybody. Could have been anyone. Yeah. All right. So. How do coconut cleaners and green mango resolve it when their employees yes. do fuck ups like this? Lie Let's find out tests. in clip eleven. <laughs> yeah, call the cops. But here's the thing: as an entrepreneur, you have this. At least for me, I had this boundary. Okay, if it's a couple grand, let's just let's just pay for it. Like you said, it's it's not worth having those bad five star, two star reviews. Okay, so what their solution is mm-hmm. is that. Any time that there is a mistake that an employee causes under a certain throw amount money of money, we are going to throw money <laughs> yeah. at it. So I thought that I was going to do real shitty this week. And I figure, you know, you might not vote for me for having the shittiest podcast, but I am going to be able to get you some free money if you were to hire these people. That's because true. you can 100% just lie <laughs> yes. to them yes. and say, yeah, I'm missing all this stuff. So let's see how much money you can make by hiring one of these companies and lying about losing stuff. Cameron, as an owner, has made the decision twenty five hundred and below. We're just going to rectify it immediately. All right, twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> sounds perfect. All right, so Let's... I'll be hiring them yes. very soon. Now, is that both companies? Can I get up to five thousand? It, it seems like if it, I hire honestly. both those companies, yeah. sweet. Yeah. I'm going to start. I, you can hire like a house cleaning service, lie, get paid out, and get employees house. deported. All in one fell swoop. Sounds like a winner to me. I love it. All right. Very good. So those are 
the contestants this week were... Why am I seeing Balin Dupree? Worst podcast. she an entrepreneur? Andy, it's a peek behind the curtains that you're yelling about into the uh, microphone right now. I've taken this off screen. Um, So, the choices this week are... Cunt Nuggets. (laughs) Andy's got Film Cooper. Yeah. I brought in (laughs) Double... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Double whammy entrepreneur. Hey, you gotta be your own uh, biggest fan. (laughs) I brought in... Nobody else is gonna vote for I brought in 2,000% raise (laughs) with John Sarasani. And Lucy type box with premium mindset. Although Free money. They didn't really talk about the mindset at all in that episode. It didn't seem Their like. mindset is let your employees steal stuff and pay people off. Very good. Well, that's not a mindset. That's like very specifically how to deal with Yelp reviews. That's what I would say. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This month, it's December. We're coming up on the uh, the holiday season. Lucy, I know you're a big fan of Christmas and celebrating Christmas. Yep, always. I know. So what we've been doing is a holiday song contest. And we have a couple more submissions coming in today. This first one is from Hecko Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> As to me, para. As to me, para. You are my bitch to pay ya. As to me, para. As to me, para. As to me, para. You are my bitch to pay ya. You left me no choice but to strike your channel. Gonna go ahead and file lawsuits. I'm doxing your entire family from the bottom of my coors can. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's to me better. Coming like in it. from uh, Hacko Burrow. Very good. It's no then, release Robin's bra. But I know. That is my favorite <laughs> for that song. And then uh, friend of the show, Liam McEnany, comes in. And I started listening to this. I enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, I'll turn this off and be surprised with everyone else. You know, I was thinking, Howard bought himself a house in Florida. He's considered the GOAT. My mom bought me a house in Florida. I guess I'm also the GOAT. Makes sense. Who calls call a lady Kate? John calls call a lady Kate. Who drinks 40 beers a day? John drinks 40 beers a day. Lady Kate, beers a day. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Stud drink John. I'm winded already. <laughs> Who takes a shit while going live? John takes shit while going live. Who has news of Carla's wife? John has news of Carla's wife. Shit while live. Carla's wife. Lady Kate, beers a day. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Stud drink John. 
being a college grad. John Fake being a college grad. Who's the best at being dead? Aaron's Aaron's the best at well, I'm suing you, Jubi. Aaron dead. Cheryl Light. Carlos White. Lady Kate. Beers a day. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Stuttering John. You know, Carla, I mean, Lady came on. Even the mafia wouldn't go after someone's family oh, like true. that. Boy, what a bunch of scumbags. I mean, unless they're listening. Yeah. No offense, Danny. Who cried live the other night? John <laughs> cried live the other night. Who's whose puppets left and right? John's whose puppets left and right. Every night, left and right. College grant, Adam dead. Shit a lot. Call his wife, Lady Kate. Beers a day. Must be Star Joe. Must be Star Joe. Must be Star Joe. Star Trading John. Delivery. Yes, sir. Uh, I just need to sign. Oh, duels. I don't fucking drink oh, duels. Oh, I'm allergic to being so I'm gonna sue you. I do so have a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no, you better believe I have a lawyer. His kids are the ones that sent this to me. Oh, wait, that's no good. Every night, left and right, college grant, Aaron dead, chill alive, call his wife, Lady K, here's a day. Must be start show, must be start show, must be start show, such ring John. Must be start show, must be start show, must be start show, such ring John. And a merry gagiet all, and all. All right, I'm gonna have one more beer before I before I shut the live stream off for the night. Skull. Leah McEnany. Wow. Very well done. That was hilarious. Maybe top two in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, there's been a bunch of really good ones, but that one's in the running for sure. It's, it's not a contest. It right? is a contest. Oh, it is. I we're thought make, it was an album. It's both. We're you making gotta win your way on. We're making the a album. holiday album. Okay, but it's also a contest to see who can win it all. Okay, but keep the submissions coming because we want to add to the album. You might be sitting there and going, "Well, I'm not going to beat that." You're probably right, but <laughs> it's okay. Do your best. Send it in. We want to add it to the album. Doesn't be a winner. We need B sides too. Right? Doesn't be yeah. a winner to be a winner in my book. And you can get kicked off the album, right? But for, no. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for Liam to put together a song like that, he must have been drinking some Magic Mind, who's sponsoring this show. And I want to thank Magic Mind, who's been a sponsor all year long. It's the world's first productivity shot. Crush procrastination. Crush brain frog. Frog. Crush brain, brain fog. <laughs> boost boost <laughs> motivation. So many focus. brain frogs in my head. <laughs> and Magic Mind kills them all. According to Pete Holmes, you know Pete Holmes. I love Pete Holmes. He says it's the first energy drink he's discovered that gives all the energy and actually decreases stress at the same time. It helps you relax while keeping you going and making you sharp. You'll feel an elevated sense of energy and a sense of calm focus within an hour of consuming Magic Mind. But the benefits of some of the ingredients, like, get ready for this one, ready? Brain like frogs. Ashwagandha and cordyceps mushrooms can take five days to kick in with continued improvement through day 10. So this is a supplement you take daily, and it works better the more that you take it. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP. Use the promo code WATP. You get 20% off your one-time purchase or 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site, magicmind.co slash WATP. 
We've all tried Magic Mind here. I took it the last two days in a row. I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep going and see what kind of extended results I, I get. I love it. I it's start amazing. with Magic Mind every morning. Yeah. And uh, that's become my routine. The world's first productivity shot, Magic Mind, magicmind.co slash W-A-T-P is where you want to go to learn more about that. All right, guys, we've hinted at it. I did an emergency show on Monday because Stuttering John was crying on his show on Saturday. Crazy revelations came out. That was amazing. We had Tim come on and tell us all about how he's been playing John. And John's been bragging about having the potatoes identity and knowing his name and where he lives. He's been doing this thing. Hamilton. Hamilton, you know, trying to menace. His low-key menacing. Yeah, Yeah. Cardiff Electric through that. Like, oh, yeah, watch out. I know all the stuff. Whenever John... Cardiff's watching it, like, I don't know what that means. Like, (sighs) it doesn't wrench. It's not hitting in any way. Cardiff plays into it so well, though, because he's like, oh, don't stop saying Timothy. I go by Tim. You know, whatever the fuck he was (laughs) doing. And then then Cardiff would say, just like, don't call me Timmy because ever since South Park came out and I was a kid and that really hurt when they had Timmy out there. It's like he was probably in his 30s when that came out. But either way, <laughs> that's not going to stop Stutcho. Cardiff did a very good job of acting like John was getting to him. And of course, that gets John all hyped up to really go after him. He loves to weaponize information. He wanted Cardiff's identity going back many months. And Cardiff said, you're just going to dox me. I won't dox you. I would never dox you. I don't dox anyone. Cardiff. And then as soon as he f- thinks he knows the guy's name, he's posting it all over Twitter and saying it on his show and all this kind of shit. This is the worst. So it turns out John was had yet again, which is very funny. <laughs> it's always funny to me. So John did a show yesterday and he had Cardiff on the show. I was shocked by this. The Timothy? Yes, Timothy <laughs> was back on the show for uh, whatever reason. <laughs> I have a feeling the reason is that, the lulls. <laughs> I have a feeling the reason is that John is very desperate for friendship at this point. He doesn't have friends. And he's Aww. like, I know, it's sad. Aww. But he also doesn't deserve friends, so it yeah. kind of makes sense. And uh, it starts off, you know, Vince the Warrior has been back and forth with John for years, actually. But especially this year, they've really been having this back and forth. Uh, are we friendly? Are we not friendly? Vince keeps sending stuff to his house from 7-Eleven, Magnum condoms, and O'Doul's, and beer, and pizza, and, and Lunchables, and all these kind of things. And so John's finally had enough of them. In fact, spoiler alert. Fuck off, Vince. Whoa! Don't send me anything anymore. Don't go ahead. Give the TV to somebody who needs it. But, uh, you know, by you not getting back to me that Saturday when all the shit was going down, it's just all you are is a troll. We all know that. But sometimes even a troll could seem nice. That is the... uh... The name of the Stuttering John Muttering Jay story. Sometimes even a troll can seem nice. He's so stupid. I keep telling John, he's trolling you, he's trolling you, he's trolling you. Yeah, I know he trolls me sometimes. He's trolling you all the time. That's what he's doing. And John just keeps falling for it. Yeah, that's how that works. how they rope you in to knock you down. So we'll see where this goes, because on this episode that came out yesterday, he's flicking him off and telling him it's over. But I'm sure Vince will figure out a way... 
to be pissed at one of John's. As, as soon as Vince goes, yeah, but Shuli sucks. Okay, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. Hold on. I was wrong about this Vince the lawyer guy. I'm sorry I don't have the clip for this, but just before he flicks off Vince, he's like, yeah, maybe maybe you shouldn't have your kids uh, like me so much or something yeah, like that. I know. It's like, so stupid. Yeah, he's breaking up with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, too, because Cardiff's on. I don't think I have this clip. Cardiff's on. They're talking. And Cardiff's like, his kids don't care about you, John. Why are you falling for that? And John goes, nope. He sent me a photo of his kids watching TV with me on it. <laughs> that's what he does. And that's, that's what he does, John. Yeah. You're still falling for it. Fucking idiot. He's so stupid. Now, one of the things about John that we've been talking about for a couple of years now are the sock accounts on Twitter. And he's so obvious about it because you get Yankee fan and Maple Leaf fan and Twitty at police and all these guys, all they care about is stuttering John. So whether someone's talking bad about John and they have to go on there and go, no, that's not the case. Or if it's just some other big thread that's going on on Twitter and these guys jump in and go, you should go on the stuttering John's podcast. You're like, why would someone care so much about Stuttering John's podcast unless they're Stuttering John? Well, finally, John admits he had a lot of sock accounts. Because <laughs> then the guy goes, hey, are you, tw- I don't know, Twitty at something? I go, look. Because really, just like Lady Kmart, when he asked me, you know, was this sock account yours? Was this sock account? Dude, I was fucking sock hop crazy. I made so many, I don't even know the names of them anymore. Somebody like Lady K, were you Yankee? Were you Toronto? Like, I'm like, I don't remember. Why? Because I made so many. Think about that for an excuse. You're before the judge, like, did you murder Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I don't know if I murdered Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I murdered so many fucking people. (laughs) Think I'm keeping track of that shit? I called John out for having sock accounts. He's just like, I don't know. He never sit there and went, yeah, no, I had sock accounts. He's just like, oh, oh, maybe. I don't know. I've had so many sock accounts. What kind of excuse is that? Again, and I say this all the time, if John would just fess up, like we all know it. We all see what's happening. You're bad at this. We all know that you're your sock accounts. You denied it, denied it, denied it. You loved laying into Howard Stern when Howard Stern told his staff to create Twitter accounts and message celebrities. You should go on the Howard Stern show. You should go on the Howard Stern show. Just like, that's pretty small. Yeah, I, know. I wonder where you got that idea. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. And then he calls out Howard Stern for doing that, acting like it's the craziest thing someone could do, and then John does it. So later on in this same episode, this is what's so nuts about John. The same episode, he's talking about when he was texting with Vinny. Vinny was sitting right where you were, Andy, and we were doing point dabble point. And oh, that's why this chair's broken. <laughs> Sorry about oh, that. Okay. <laughs> and Vinny and Phil Elmore were going at it. And so John was constantly texting Vinny information to say to, to Phil Elmore. And you know, the, the famous story, of course, is that there were eight texts in a row and Vinny never responded to him. So that's when John's like, Well, we're not I'm not going to the meeting, we're not friends anymore, whatever. Even though all of the texts were like in the moment. But John's explaining what those texts were saying. He was claiming I'm the one that um, got Shuley's uh, sponsor uh, taken down. I didn't do that. I had nothing to do with that. So I was texting him, Vince, that, I didn't do anything like that. Then I was like, Vince, I don't have any sock accounts. I was trying to give him intel to, like, fight that fat fuck Phil back. That's funny because... Earlier in this episode, you talked about how many sock accounts you had. More than you could keep track of. You can't even remember all your sock accounts. And then 
before you admitted that, you were texting Vinny to say you don't have any sock accounts. So you were lying. Yeah. John, you're a liar. And it's obvious. We all know it. I'll give you another example of that. Another lie that comes up in this same episode. Now, as we know, Rocco, a.k.a. Tukey, El Harible, Bedabler, the guy's name's Rocco. He doesn't care that that's out there. But John's been putting out some sensitive information about Rocco, including his address. And uh, John loves weaponizing information. We did get Rocco Burrow's address. We did. That we know is true. I know his wife's name, his kids' names, everything. Am I going to do anything with it now? No. Then why'd you get it? Just to be creepy? Or yeah, why yeah. bring it up even? And why even bring it up? Yeah. I know his kids' names? Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, well, you're just being a creep. So I could bring it up later when, yeah. I, when, I, when I feel like I want to. Am I going to do anything? It's likely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so fast forward, he has Cardiff on the show, and Cardiff's calling him out for all the doxing that he's doing. And we covered it on the emergency episode we did on Monday where we showed on his Twitter, he's putting out every real name he thinks he has. He's putting hashtag Hamilton. He had a photo of someone's house. He's putting out there. He's just trying to menace people with all this doxing. So Cardiff calls him out on that. And you just heard him say he knows Rocco's address, his wife's name, his kids' names. Now he says this. I didn't fucking give his address out. You did. No, I didn't. You put up in a super chat. More than once. His address? Yes. No, I didn't. You did. I don't know his address. You do. <laughs> He's insane. His lies have gotten so bad lately. I just love Cardiff so much, though. Yeah, Car- yeah. Cardiff oh. killed it on this episode. We're going to get into that. Cardiff did a very good job. This is not an easy thing to do. Trying to reason with an unreasonable person yeah. like John. Not an easy thing to do. Cardiff did a great job. And uh, so right there. John goes, we know Rocco's address. And the card goes, yeah, why'd you dox Rocco? You, you put his address up. I don't even know his address. And he just earlier admitted just that he did. Minutes I, ago. Yeah, it's, it's 30 minutes has passed by, John. You didn't just say it. You flexed over it. Yes, I know. He's all proud of himself over it. All right, so now John's going to explain that he doesn't have a problem with, uh, with Cardiff, which is weird because he was just striking Cardiff's channel. They seem to be having uh, an issue. That's how I bust balls. But this is hilarious because listen to what he says. Right after talking about how he had all these sock accounts that he was lying about all that time. I don't have a problem with Cardiff. So I removed the strike on Cardiff because Cardiff emailed me. He ain't going to put it up. If he does, then he's not a man, you know, of his word. I am. <laughs> He's a man of his word. This liar who keeps lying all the fucking time. Maybe that's the word. It's a man of his word. He's insane. And I know he'll watch this and he'll go, yeah, but it was different. I had to lie. Everyone, it's everyone against me. Like, he always has a reason why he's allowed to lie and no one else is yeah, allowed to lie. That was different. That was different. That was different. I did it because I like to lie, but I don't like to lie. And I can't lie, but I do lie a lot. So for whatever reason, John keeps bluffing on this lawsuit with Rocco. Now, what happened is Rocco did a video, Al Harible, the show they do, uh, Bedabbler on Saturday mornings. They did a show where they watched the video of the wedding, Susanna remarried, and John's children gave, gave speeches. Very nice speeches. 
very well spoken. Seemed like a lot of love. Everything was very touching, in my opinion. I've watched it. And uh, John is claiming that he owns the copyright to that video, and he's going to sue Rocco for putting that video out. And he's already put a strike on Rocco's channel. And so the big debate right now is Rocco saying, I don't need to have these videos out. It's up on Rumble. 7,000 people have watched it on Rumble. The people will continue to go watch it there. So it's still out there. And Rocco's saying, if you just drop the strike, having a strike on your YouTube channel sucks because you can get your channel taken away. So Rocco's saying, if you just remove the strike, I'll take the video down. I won't put that one back up. I'll take it down off of Rumble. We'll be good. Which was actually a really nice offer. John took that as a threat for whatever reason. I think it's because he's an idiot. John goes, oh, you're threatening me? He's like, no, he's making you an offer. It's actually really reasonable. So John just keeps doubling down on this lawsuit he's going to go through with. Because what happened is John has a certain amount of time to file a lawsuit or else YouTube drops the strike. Because Rocco finally put through a counter and said, right. look it. If, if, if I've broken the law here, then take me to court. Because there's no law that's been broken here. So for whatever reason, John continues to threaten this. And he's even saying, this is the thing. John loves to talk about how he has money and he can afford to sue people. But now just recently he goes, I have this old friend. We grew up together. He knows my kids. He's an attorney. He's going to do a pro bono. So Rocco, go ahead and go through with it. I could do this for free now. So that's, he's started to change the narrative on this. But now he's saying that uh, he's definitely going to follow through with this lawsuit. Look, I don't give a fuck either way. Because come 8 o'clock on Thursday morning, I'm driving downtown and I'll file. It's just sad because it doesn't have to come to this. Look how easy it was for Cardiff. All he had to do was say, John, I hereby say I'm not going to fuck. You know, although he spelt that wrong, it doesn't matter. He's still going after people for <laughs> I know. He's just swinging it. We, we, we call it out every tweet, everything he puts out. There's grammatical errors, spelling errors all the time. John, stop. That's not a good angle for you. You're bad at grammar and spelling, so don't do that. So someone in his chat actually super chatted him at this point and said, you legally cannot sue for copyright infringement unless you are listed as the copyright holder on the federal registry. That's public info, by the way. John doesn't own the copyright to a video that was shot from an iPhone of a person who was at a wedding that was he was not yeah. even in attendance at. What's the holdup with dropping this strike on from YouTube? <laughs> He's so stupid. Just throw it out. He's so stupid. No matter how much I don't want there to be a lawsuit, I really do because you can <laughs> sue somebody for anything that you want to. You just you will immediately get laughed out of court. Correct. And I would really like I know we all have the public record of him being an idiot on YouTube, but I would really like the public legal record of him being an idiot. Yes. Like, and actually it's funny you say that because all of us in this room are hoping this goes through. We saw the sketch someone put up on Reddit. <laughs> it's hilarious. There's an, an orange, a tukey, and a potato all in court with the judge. Like, we all want to see this happen. Obviously, it won't go that far. John has no case whatsoever. When Cardiff comes on, he tries to give him sound advice. Yeah. Tries to explain. Cardiff was actually really nice to John in this episode. Of course, John's not hearing it. So let's remember, though, that John is not out there to hurt anyone's channels. Even though... He just put a strike in against uh, Tukey. He just put a strike against Cardiff. He just said it didn't have to come to this. Yeah. And I hate to sound like John, but you started this. Correct. 
I know. And and Carter tries to explain that to him too. But this is John explaining. He doesn't he doesn't even like to do this sort of thing. I don't want to hurt anybody's channels. I don't. If it's a shitware, yeah, because the guy goofs on my trans kid all the time. No, he doesn't. Yeah. You're lying. And he's a dickhead. And I don't <laughs> like him. Truth comes out. Yeah. The judge would say, not cool. Yeah. He goes, I don't want to strike channels unless it's Shuli. <laughs> then I'll definitely do it. And of course, he always has a justification in his head. Well, he shuts up my trans kid. No one's shitting on your trans kid. I can't explain this can't... to you enough, John. No one's doing that. I I don't strike channels. I don't know anything about the logistics of doing it. Yeah. Can you just do it arbitrarily? You like, can. Any... Well, why isn't he just striking Shuli over and over again? He, he has. He has. Oh, that. really? Yeah. What a cock. So I'm actually going to show you. All right. This leads right into this. I'm going to show you how this works okay. and how this all has gone down because John is claiming he doesn't like to strike people. And he says he's never struck me. Lady K, I never struck. The only thing I did was when he posted my book on Patreon. This again. That is the thing. And when he goofed to my kids. 100% not true. And I don't know if John is just so wet-brained he's forgotten this. Or if he's just lying. Because he's a liar. It doesn't matter, to be honest, because I have the evidence right here. He did get a strike on my channel back on September of last year, September 2022. Here is the evidence of it, where I got this note from YouTube. Due to a copyright takedown notice that we received, we have taken down your video from YouTube. And it's a video titled, Suttering John Declares I'm a Racist, Then Deletes the Episode. And the takedown was issued by John Melendez. Means your video can no longer be played on YouTube. You've received a copyright strike. You now have one copyright strike. This is the thing that everyone's talking about. Nobody wants copyright strikes on their YouTube channels because they can have your YouTube channel taken away. Okay? So this is what John did to me. I countered this. Well, I put the ball in his court. I'm like, sue me. And he didn't. And I got my video put back up. I hate to tell you this, but I can make a fake one of these in Canva in like 20 minutes. Yeah, well, I spent zero time. I found it in my email. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. So funny that I would get this copyright strike from John. And he's never struck me, except for he tried to strike me three other times in 2022. And I have them all right here (laughs) that I'm going to show you. I have taken out his email address, even though everyone fucking knows it, because I'm nicer than John is. So this came in from YouTube, and it shows what John filed here. And it shows he is using my content that is behind my YouTube and Patreon paywall. Blind my people. User stuttering John. So you can see right here. That this is the video that he wants removed. Where does the content appear? Entire video! <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> That's a stand-up routine, I think. Here's another one. You can see different video right here. These are all from March of 2022. Here's here's a third one that he sent in. Again, I blocked out his email address. He was very mad in John March. Melendez. Entire video! So, listen to the body of these emails that he sent to you. This is what he wrote. Because... When YouTube gets these and they're just like, no, this is fair use. They send me a note saying, hey, this person tried to strike your channel. We think it's fair use. Just want to let you know they might go after you in other realms, but on YouTube, you're good. So they do. There is some kind of scale of how seriously they take these things. If you strike a channel, it doesn't mean they automatically get a strike. Okay. Right. So YouTube will look at them and sometimes they'll go, no, there's no copyright infringement here. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that because yes. it seems like Thank it's just like automated and yeah, they just, you just go after your enemies. Strikes just go through well, willy that, nilly. That, that's the other thing too. I didn't even pull the clip, but John goes, "I don't strike people. I never struck Kevin Brennan. He he said I'm an asshole." It's like, yeah, well, he doesn't play clips of your show. What would you even strike him over, John? You <laughs> idiot. Of course you haven't. So this is what John writes to YouTube in March of 2022. It is my show, which is unlisted and behind my paywall. I charge money for this material. Nobody is allowed to use my work that is behind a paywall ever without my permission. This person is making money off of my content that is behind my paywall. That is copyright infringement. So my favorite part about that, of course, is the fact that he's telling YouTube what copyright infringement is. (laughs) That is copyright infringement. They're just like, we're YouTube. Don't explain. Don't fucking mansplain copyright to us. So this is the, the response I get from YouTube to me. It says, we received the copyright infringement notification below regarding your videos. We believe your content is protected by fair use, fair dealing, or a similar exception to the copyright protection. We are writing to let you know we do not plan to remove your videos at this time. You have control over the availability of videos on your channel, including the ability to delete them if you choose. I did not. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I promise you that. P.S. They are hilarious. <sighs> So let me just play that again now that we've, uh, I've just shown you all of that evidence. Lady K, I never struck. The only thing I did was when he posted my book on Patreon, that is the thing. Patreon. And when he goofed to my kids. All right. So let's remind everybody, those are the YouTube strikes. He also put copyright strikes on Patreon. And I had to take a bunch of videos down off of Patreon for some time before we, until we got that all sorted out. He also tried to get my Patreon taken down by saying that there were racist words in my Discord, which is against Patreon's terms of service. I know I've talked about this a number of times. People get confused. They forget that John tried to take my livelihood away from me. He tried very hard to do that. I have a call with Patreon. He was yeah. very excited <laughs> about all of that. And now... Only a year removed from that, I don't strike people. I don't take away people's livelihoods. I'm not that guy. I don't do any of that stuff. I mean, unless it's the shit way. But other than that, I don't do that kind of thing. You see, I always try and help people. Because what else are we here for? So then, (laughs) Cardiff joins the show. And this is great because John's so gun-shy when it comes to bringing guests on the show. And he's all worried that Cardiff's going to come on there and show you know, girl shitting or play the N-word over and over again. You know, whatever it is, it's hilarious. Potato that, porn. Yeah, it's going to get him taken down. So Cardiff has a, a gag ready to go. And John freaks out <laughs> and takes Cardiff up. Cardiff, you're not going to do anything bad to me and my channel. I, I, just, no. I just removed my strike. No. You promise? Promise. Okay. Now watch that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> just <as> anal. <laughs> what? It's just a joke. Just as anal. You're not gonna get struck for anal. <laughs> I know, but can you just put it back to normal, please? Okay, there you go. You know, I just, you know, I, I mean, look, man, like you know what's going on now. Now, look. He had the word anal behind him. <laughs> and, oh, Jesus. There we go again. I like that putting it back to normal is having the background with that giant poster making fun of Chad. Yeah. Please just put the poster of me back up. <laughs> I know it's because you worship me. All right. Well, can I explain all 17 jokes in that then? All right. <laughs> all right. So John took the strike off of Cardiff's channel. 
And actually, I, I don't want to confuse people, but Cardiff's here. He might be able to add to this discussion. So I'll bring him in. Hey, what's up, Cardiff? Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he did take the strike away, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So what he hasn't done is remove the strike from Al Harible's video. And he's going to explain why that hasn't happened. And what John proves here is this video that he claims he owns a copyright on, that he's ready to go to court over and sue over. He has not even seen it. He doesn't even know what's in this video. Yeah, but I no, 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 no. You did that show with Tukey trashing, you know, the anti-trans shit and the fucking racist shit about my wife's, my ex-wife's husband. I didn't do that show. Oh, I thought you did do that show. No. Oh. Oh, I thought you were on that show. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Well, I, I got bad intel then. Was it Ralph? No. Okay. <laughs> Cardiff wasn't on the show, and neither was Tukey. And John keeps saying Tukey. Now I just finally realized he's not even seen this video that he's all upset about and claiming all these things about it. El Harible was on there with Hughesy, that Aussie guy, and OJ. And they were watching the videos. And the entire time, now I can't speak for Hughesy, but that's international yeah. law. <laughs> so I don't know what you're going to do about that. But the entire time, OJ and El Harible were complimenting John's children. And more analyzing what they were saying and what that meant about John as a father and John as a husband and where the family was at. It had nothing to do with anti-trans or racism. And John keeps playing this card. He hasn't even seen the video. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. He just proved it. It was it was too painful to watch. <laughs> how, ins- how insane is that? Oh, I got bad intel. It's on Rumble. Go watch it. If you want to know what you're suing people over, you might want to know. He's not suing anyone. No, I know. This bluff is so bad, too. He's like, oh, listen, I don't want to have to go down to the place and file this Thursday at 8 a.m. <laughs> no, no, Thursday at 8 a.m., but okay. The, um, the one address he didn't have on hand was the courthouse right, address. Yeah, the one he didn't know. <laughs> now John is going to claim this is, we've been talking about some uh, some whoppers and some doozies on this episode as far as lies go. Even on for John, this is a lot. Now he's going to claim that he knew that Tim Dransky was fake all along, which is insane. There's no way he can't think that we don't know he's lying. Then what? Okay. In your Didn't mind, you also say I'm not going to dox you, Cardiff? I didn't dox you. You, you thought you did. No. We knew Twice. it wasn't. All right, Timothy, that shit. We knew it wasn't real. Hey, I, I promise you, me and my buddy, we looked that name up a billion times. <laughs> and we knew it wasn't real. There was no Facebook. There was no LinkedIn. There was no Instagram. There was no fucking record. Wow. No OnlyFans. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like three times, but okay, I guess a, I guess a billion. <laughs> And then when that idiot gave us the, you know, the your alleged location, we even looked that up. We knew it was fake. So then, what was the purpose of going on the air, throwing that around? What did that do? Right. He thought up a lie, and he thought it up. <laughs> I was doing that because the guy kept saying do it, and then I thought 
I'll do it. The guy maybe will give me real information. <laughs> An older troll told me. It doesn't even make sense. That's the worst excuse ever. John, if you didn't think this was true, why were you weaponizing it and trying to intimidate Cardiff with it? Well, I thought that if I gained the troll's trust. <laughs> what? Then I could get something that I could really weaponize. Yeah, I know. It's not, even if that's true, it's not a good thing. What an asshole. What a dumb idiot. It's so funny watching a moron get outsmarted by a potato. It is fun. It is a good time. So Cardiff keeps trying to explain to John, and we all need to do this because he keeps bringing up his mom and whatever shit that happens to him in real life. No one in the Dabblers not in this community, anyone who has platforms and shows, is encouraging anyone to call John's mom, turn your phone off when you go to bed. Turn your fucking phone off. It's that Do easy. not disturb. Jesus Christ. Put it on silent. Yeah. Put it upside down. You don't have to be woken up at 3.30 a.m. It's so fucking easy. Um, no one's encouraging anyone to fuck with anyone in John's real life or anything like that. And uh, this is where John loses his mind because he's losing the argument. So this is the way that John starts to win an argument is by freaking out and being more animated. I, I get you say somebody's calling your mother. That stinks, but nobody in this community has encouraged that publicly anywhere. Nobody wants it. Doesn't that. matter. It's happening. Okay, but ignore hey, us. Cardiff, we'll go now, away. Okay, okay. I've had okay, Cardiff. Who ignore got us? No, they got my gigs canceled. No, they didn't. Did I ask for that? No. They got me fired from school. And did I ask for that? No. They tried to get my moderator fired. Did I ask for that? No. You think they're the ones weaponizing this shit. Why are you fucking saying I am? They are the ones attacking me. They're the ones sending delivery guys wanting me to pay 50 bucks for shit That's I didn't want. <laughs> Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> so, John comes from a show called The Howard Stern Show. And uh, there was a time when Howard was going after Chevy Chase relentlessly. And Howard never told the listeners to fuck with Chevy Chase. He just talked about him, called him. He just made it look like it was fun to do. But then the listeners started to fuck with Chevy Chase and Rosie O'Donnell. And the list goes on and on and on. I don't remember ever. And I listen to a lot of Howard, not every episode. I don't remember ever stuttering John walking into the studio going, hey, Howard, I know that you're not telling people to do this stuff, but they're doing it. Maybe we should lay off these people. You know, even though they're a public figure and they put themselves out there, what you're doing right now is actually encouraging people to do things you're not even telling them to do. Maybe you should stop that. Did you remember that episode? Did you ever hear that? I didn't. All this they talk. They got me fired. They, they. I picture the kids were carrying him on their shoulders, and then this other crowd came in and (laughs) carried him away in the other direction. An even bigger crowd. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holding up their DA picket signs and things. Yeah. Oh, no. Poor John. He's so fucking out of it. He acts like if his mom got a phone call five years ago at 3.30 a.m. that it's my fault, Julie's fault, and Cardiff's fault, Tukey. This is not the case at all. No one's ever encouraging people to do that. In fact, we do just the opposite out here. But uh, one thing you can't control is people on the internet. I will tell you that. Which is funny because what John does is he posts people's addresses. He posts their real names in hopes that people will fuck with them. Cardiff pointed this out to him quite a bit. John's going, 
oh, what, why? Well, you know why I don't give out your real name? It's like, well, yeah, no. I don't, you see how you have to answer your door every five minutes for a delivery guy? Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get swatted. I, we don't want to deal with this bullshit. So we're not trying to put our information out there. But John loves to put our information out there. So that's... So that's my mistake, but I don't what, but you, when you also do it on purpose, you, you say the same defense. Oh, well, I never read these as you, as you leave Carl's address on the screen for 10 minutes. Carl's address. Oh, come on, John. Don't play dumb. <laughs> I'm not if playing. We, if, dumb. It, if we real. have a real conversation, if you Harden. stop the lying tonight, you don't, you don't, Harden, have to I don't know. Harden, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Carl's address. If you, you put it up, John, you are on this channel. You're on the show. It was up in a super chat. I don't know what this is. I never read the super chats. Hold on. Mm, let hold me on. see if I can take it off the screen. Okay, hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's beer and pizza. What kind of beer? It's a bottle No, I don't want it. Please go away. I'm I'm having sex right now. <laughs> like the timing to solidify my argument could have been, couldn't have been more I perfect. Know. Yeah. I know. I don't know Carl's address. You knew exactly what you were putting up on the screen and leaving there for all that time. People are doxing me in a, your chat. Just because you don't remember it doesn't mean you didn't do it. Right. That's the other thing, too. He, he claims he's innocent of all these things, even though he's, he's admitted to everything in just this one episode. Yeah, right. All right. So... John claims that I gave out his address, and this is really annoying to me. John puts these things together in his head, and he just repeats them over and over again. Thank God Cardiff's there to explain that he's he's lying about this. Now, John and I had a phone conversation. You know how many times I hear that? Thank God Cardiff was there. Thank God Cardiff was there. <laughs> John and I had a quick phone conversation months ago where we talked about the houses that we had just bought in Florida. And we both came to the realization at that time that we lived close by to each other. We're like, wow. I mean, neither of us knew that. We both went, wow. You know who did know that is, of course, Vince the lawyer. Because he's up everyone's fucking ass and all their business all the time. So Vince was slow playing it, as he does. And I was in a text thread with him. And Vince is like, is it true these rumors that you and... John have homes near each other in Florida. And I already seen people post that in the subreddits and things like that. So all I did was write back. and I go, I know how fucking crazy is that? That John and I would both be located so close to each other. And what are the chances? It doesn't even make sense. It's, it's impossible <laughs> to have happen. I didn't say, I know he lives at Northeast 15th street and I'm on 12th road. And can you believe it's only this many? And I, I'm circling maps. None of that. I didn't say where we lived. I said, Cape Coral. Yeah. Pretty big area. Cape Coral. What are the odds? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still crazy, but I, I didn't say any addresses. I didn't leak any information. John's acting like not only did I put out his address, I put it on the internet. No, I said in a text thread, to Vince, Shuley, and Tukey, that isn't it crazy that we live near each other? We both bought new houses near each other in Florida. But John remembers it very differently. For me. And I don't want, I don't want your address out there. Unfortunately, guess it is. Gave, guess who gave Vince my address? You put your you put your Florida house on this show. <laughs> you. you put the address up. Carl released. Carl, Carl was showing off the list that you were showing. No, you're, John, Vince already knew. 
That's why he asks the question. Yeah. Do you guys live near each other? Yes, we do. <laughs> I knew what they already knew. This is what Vince does. And he's acting like, I'm the one who had this crazy reveal that no one ever figured out. He's he's a fucking lunatic. Yes. Uh, can you imagine? Like, people say when you pass away, your life flashes before your eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be all new information to John. He's not going to remember <laughs> I did anything once. that he ever fucking did. <laughs> yeah. What a what a fucking dick. And this is one day after... We revealed on WATP this whole thing that he's been getting played this whole time when he thought he had the upper hand and he was getting over on everyone. And then we bring in the anonymous Tim to come on and say, no, I've been playing him through multiple accounts. He thinks he, I gained his trust. He thinks this. He thinks that. We totally revealed all of this. A day later, he's on there. But you would think he would be like, all right, maybe this uh, internet thing's not for me. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's like, hard to put one over on me. <laughs> drop king over there. Carl released. Carl, te- Carl, you were showing off a listing. You were showing off your house in Florida, and you showed the Zillow listing with your address. No, Carl had already Everybody had it. No, no, well before you showed this address, I, you probably hadn't even bought the house yet, and you put that address up. How did I put it up? It was on like on top of my screen. Yes. yes. Fair enough. I don't. You know, <laughs> I'm not technically savvy. It's called pre-doxing. No, I know, but then don't. Blame everyone else for what you did. What well, no. Vince, Lady K, texted Vince and Shuli and said, um, you're not going to believe this. I live in this, you know, and gave the address out. Nope. That's not true. I did not give her the address out. And again, I texted two or three people. I didn't put it on Reddit. Vince did. He's never mad at Vince for this. Mm-hmm. He's always mad at me for some reason. I'm not the one putting private messages up on the internet. <laughs> So now we have to explain to John, Cardiff has to explain to John, the Streisand effect. And of course, the Streisand effect is the more you yell and scream about how you don't want this information to get out there, the more people go and find it. That's what's happening with this video, this wedding video, because he keeps this going, talking about it nonstop. And so people are like, where is this thing? Well, it's on Rumble for Bedabler's channel. You'll find it out there. That video would have been gone by now. Nobody would be talking about it now. Well, now we're children. Okay, but now, so what you're saying is you now want to go to a federal court and enter that video into evidence. You want to put that on, you want that on TMZ now. You want the whole world to look at this video because stuttering John Melendez from The Tonight Show and The Howard Stern Show is in court with a puppet and possibly a potato as a character witness and definitely an orange. (laughs) This is what you want? You you think your kids want to see their wedding video, those speeches in court? Don't worry about it. (laughs) I'm trying to help you if you can't see this. This is John's new thing. Either don't worry about it or it doesn't matter. As soon as you say something that he does no no idea how to refute it, he's like, don't worry about it. It's like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Or Opie's uh, let it go. Let it go. Right. No, that's what we're talking about right now. What do you mean let it go? What do you mean don't worry about it? Cardiff and... Perhaps to Cardiff, I wouldn't even gone this deep with John. You are like legit trying <laughs> yeah. to help him with his life <laughs> right now. <laughs> so like, what are you trying doing? To, it's your family. Yeah. Just trying to get him to see. Yes. <laughs> Just see one point. Why not put your family first, you idiot? You act like you love your children so much, and yet you'd rather sue a puppet or threaten to sue a puppet rather than protect your kids. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? He's so stupid. This reminds me of Kingpin when... Uh, when you get Munson 
It's, yeah. It's, yeah. John, like, whenever you're fucking getting hoisted by your own petard, it, you're getting Melendez. Yes. Now. <laughs> He's getting right. Munsoned. So that's a good way to use his name, but also the Streisand effect should be the Melendez effect yeah. at this point yeah. because everything he claims he doesn't want us talking about, he forces us to talk about and research yeah. and view over and over again. You did it to yourself, you idiot. But John literally thinks because he gets the worst legal counsel in the history of the world, he literally thinks it doesn't matter if there's a copyright or anything like that. He wants to expose this video because he's going to win in the court of public opinion. <laughs> no, TMZ is not going to report on my fucking... The, the announcer of The Tonight Show, <laughs> it goes to court against a puppet. Good. And then, that puppet, every day. And, then, and then that puppet is good. It, uh, well, everybody will see this guy saying anti-trans, racist shit. And guess what? The court of public opinion is not going to be on his side. That's more important than your kids not seeing themselves in a courtroom video being made oh. fun of by a puppet. Oh, you, you're, you're um, not weighing. You're not weighing this out properly, John. One is greatly worse than the other. Again, Cardiff spitting straight facts to the sky. <laughs> He's just not hearing it. How is that grasping this? Every, every time, every time. Cardiff gets over on him. He has to do that big, yeah, long yeah. chug. Don't worry kind of like, it. oh, maybe, it, maybe he'll forget. thinking beer. Yeah maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll forget that I just got owned If uh, by the time I'm done drinking this. The phrase, there's no talking to this guy, couldn't yeah. apply any yeah. more. Yeah. There's no talking to this guy. And to everybody today on Dabblers Anonymous that hates me, <laughs> please see what I'm actually doing here to this guy. Yeah. So, like they think I'm pandering to him, but no, I was destroying him, and he thought, "Oh, yeah, no, no, he'll was, never get it." it. Right? Exactly. You can explain to him to your blue in the face how to go about his life. He's like, "Everyone wants to give me advice." Yeah, because you're doing everything wrong, John. You're fucking up your own life. You're the worst at this. <laughs> yes. How do you? So there's this whole universe on the internet that revolves around you, but not because we're celebrating your life, because we're all laughing at you and calling you an idiot over and over and over again. And John, in his dumb, wet braid, goes, well, I must be the most important guy. <laughs> Everyone's giving me Go. advice. <laughs> Homeless guy's like, dude, take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You're doing this all wrong. Plus, this thing where he goes, well, in the court of public opinion, they're all going to hate the puppet. Like, it's Triumph the Insult Comic Dog 2.0 or something. It's like, and we're going to get back at Triumph, and we're going to get back at Dookie. Dookie wasn't even there. And El Horrible didn't say anything that was transphobic. Uh, I believe your beep is with a guy named Adam Hughes. It's Hughesy Hello is where you have an issue, Jack. Go watch the video. See who you're actually mad at. Yeah, and you don't want to go up against Tukey in a court. Tukey's going to win everyone over, man. Come on. Dude, are you kidding me? Who wants to do this? Tukey World Order. T-W-O. That's the other thing, dude. John was mimicking that. As if we're doing that, like it's a really like, intimidating thing. He's just like, oh, like I care about that's a joke. Carl, Carl, you got the king of the drops right here. Yeah. Tuki World Order. That's the one, yeah. No, we're not, we don't actually think it's intimidating. That's the joke, idiots. It's a fucking puppet. I need to see Tuki in it like his courtroom uh suit. With, like, his readers on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Business Tukey. Rest of the night. Yeah. 
All right, so after- I think it would be more interesting to see business John. <laughs> yeah. well, that's always fun. John is that's more far fetched. Yeah. <laughs> so after Cardiff leaves, John gets uh, another delivery, and then he comes back and says some crazy shit. Look, I like Cardiff. He wants to blame me for everything. Lady K wants to blame me for everything. Somehow it's my fault they canceled my gigs. It's my fault they call my fucking mother. It's my fault they get me fired from uh, from school. It's my fault they try and get my moderator fired from school. I don't engage in these kind of things with anybody. Have I tried to get anyone fired? No. No. I barely ever strike people. I don't even feel like doing it. <laughs> laugh, fucking laugh. That's a new drop. I don't even feel like doing it. I barely even strike people. I don't even feel like doing it. He it's- goes, do I ever try to get anyone fired? Okay. First off, the whole thing with Shuli is that when that video leaked of Howard doing the Pelican brief. Yeah. That meeting that was not supposed to be on the internet. John said that Shuley was the guy who released it. He was his mole, which would get Shuley fired. He was trying to get Shuley fired. It wasn't true. Shuley did not leak that. Mm-hmm. Also, John went after J.D. Harmeyer. And I was trying to find the episode, but it was uh, the link that I had was taken down, so I couldn't find it. I was trying to find it for this episode. But John was trying to get information to send to HR at Sirius to get J.D. Harmeyer fired. Why? For nothing. JD might be a creep. It's very possible. I, I've heard some evidence about it. But wh- why is it? It's not my business. I don't give a shit. Why is it John's business? Why is it anyone's business? And why would you get? They the don't guy even fired? know each other. They never worked there at the same time. Right? Doesn't even make shit. fucking sense. They tried to do that, and then I was just scrolling through some old episodes from 2019 of Centering John. They're talking about Derek Jones, who's a, a writer for the Howard Stern Show, and John's on there with Royce talking about how he should get fired. John's always trying to get people fired, trying to get me taken off a of Patreon, which would essentially be me getting fired. So it's, he's lying. And that, me. That, <laughs> yeah, and producer Chris. That clip wow. is maddening because yes. he is denying his involvement and in all of his problems. Yep. Your online presence is the problem. All Everything that you've done online has led to everything that's happening to you. And... The fact that you think you're the hero of your own story mm. and you can't see that you're the you're actually the villain is your whole problem. Yeah. That's his whole, so we're all having so that's much his fun. whole mentality. Yeah. And he'll never realize that. Well, and I've said this a bunch of times on the show, and I'll say it again. Uh, this is not just true for Cedric John. It's true for everyone in the world. Whatever's happening to you is on you. Right. Make changes. Mm-hmm. Try something different. If you, don't like, if you don't like where you're at right now in life, you can change it. But only you can change it. Right. Like, literally, you can't wait for someone else to come in and swoop in and fix your life for you. You have to do it. And, and the e- e- it's so easy. Just stop being online, John. What? Just don't do it anymore. Whoa, 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 you're, whoa, whoa. You're going to fucking whoa, be whoa, a whoa. lot happier. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's oh, that, if I leave the it's internet, that easy, though. If I leave the internet, Carl and Shuey will go broke. He I think said. Andy's threatening your livelihood right now. <laughs> John literally said I would go broke if John weren't around. As if I didn't, like... Have a successful career until suddenly John started being a food on the internet. Yeah, power gets shot off the next yeah. day. Yeah, but it's the, it's the easiest solution to all his problems. No, and it, and no Andy, I gave him an easier one. Yeah, 
I gave him an easier one. I, I, I Carl didn't get the clip of it, but I, I, just like Howard Stern used to tell us, turn the dial. Turn the dial. Ignore. Don't it. watch our YouTube channels. It's we're not. I said I'm, we're not doing this in front of you. We're not doing this at your apartment. We don't live with you. We do it on a channel on YouTube. You don't have to look at it. No, There's you don't. everything else you can see. All right, you so, owe me an apology. Uh, a couple quick things I want to play here. First off, John's been singing a lot of songs lately. He thinks he's a good singer. I don't know why he thinks that. Maybe Atlantic Records told him that or something. <laughs> Third grade teacher. But uh, Sodomy, who is a super chatter. Satomi. Yeah. So John thinks that Sodomy, because it's the chick from Karate Kid 2, he thinks it's actually like an attractive young Asian woman. Oh, my oh God. No. Yeah, he doesn't understand that it's just like some dude. Fucking sucker. <laughs> so still, you're saying he still hasn't got sodomy? <laughs> no, I, I think he understood. Well, wait, actually, holy shit, Curtis, you might be right. He might not even understand what he's saying. Wow. I, right. I, is, are we at that where he still isn't seeing that? You might be right about that. Probably. All right. But this is John. This is a fantasy that John has. This is ridiculous. And again, he can't come up with rhymes. He can't come up with melody or song structure. He's the worst at this. Side of me. Side of me. Why don't you tell me where you live? Maybe we can have some drinks. And if not... Tell me what you think. Maybe have some dinner. Maybe have some lunch. Either way, we'll be winners. Even if it's just just a Captain Bloody Mary and brunch. <laughs> Okinawa. Oh. Okinawa. He has no idea. Wow. It's insane. That's absurd. Okay. Did you mention bad rhythm? Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, I should have. I'd like he to talk to him. Like this. He's like, ah. now three, four, and now back to four, four. Oh, my finger. He's no Harrison Young, that's for sure. <laughs> no, definitely not. All right. Last thing I want to address here is the uh, the degree from NYU. So John, at the end of this show, he's you know he's putting a few back, and now he's watching the old Channel Nine show, and he's reminiscing about what a star he was, and how popular he was, and how everyone loved him on the Howard Stern show. He's just sitting there. Why? It's so sad. But this part in particular, I wanted to point out. Some of us on the show don't know whether it's a guy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> on, tonight, on tonight's show, Stutter and John, we're going to go out. First of all, first of all, what is with Howard's hair, man? Howard's I mean, hair? That is the worst hairdo. <laughs> oh, look at Stutter and John. Wearing an NYU shirt. That would be odd to wear an NYU shirt if you didn't graduate. No, it wouldn't. Not really. <laughs> Not Anybody can get one least, in a gift shop. I have at least three I was in Michigan sexers. a couple months ago. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. I was wearing my Michigan hat the other day. <laughs> yeah, I don't play for Slayer. <laughs> but also... If you've ever been on a college campus, the undergrads are all wearing the clothes of the university yeah, yeah. you go to. Anybody could buy it. Yeah, of course. That's that's part of the deal. And you both look like Gilda Radner. So, you and Howard. Yeah, I would so go calling out hair right then. Yeah. The way this all started is there is some website where it had the NYU graduates who are famous, and there's an asterisk next to John's name, yeah. and it said, didn't graduate. And so Wikipedia, uh, not some website. Oh, was it Wikipedia? Okay. 
It was Wikipedia. Okay, yeah. No so, one's ever heard of that. So Shuli and the gang, and listen, there can be incorrect information on Wikipedia. Trust okay. me, I know firsthand. So Shuli and the gang started running with that, and John got very upset. And for a week and a half straight, was screaming about how he definitely has a degree and how could he be a substitute teacher without a degree. And I thought we were all just having some fun with it because the way he was reacting to it. Just like, okay, yeah, he's not responding well. Let's fucking lay into it. Well, then I get this note from a guy who used to be a reporter for a pretty big newspaper. And he's no longer in that position, but he knows how to do fact checking. In fact, that was his job for a while in the newsroom was to go through and check sources and make sure that the information was correct in the articles they were producing. So he reached out to a person at NYU. I'll leave all of the names out of this and asked, Hey, we're doing this story about stuttering John Melendez. We just want to check and see if he got a degree from NYU or not. And she writes back and she goes, okay, thanks for contacting us. I'll just need the person's date of birth. And okay, yep, this is the person's name. This is the year they graduated. This is the date of birth. And um, she writes back and says, Hi, our records don't show a degree for a John Edward Melendez with the date of birth of... And then asks what publication it's for. The person's like, well, it's a freelance thing. We're shopping it around. Anyway, the point is... (laughs) Nudes Max. (laughs) The point is... NYU says there's no record of a degree... For this retard right here, Senator John Did you just Melendez. break news here, Carl? Yeah, yes. W- was that breaking news? We're breaking news. Hit it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a breaking news drop. I just um, was asking a question. There's some fact checking. There is some fact checking today. So, wow. NYU is saying he didn't graduate. Now, Cardiff went on a whole thing about what year did he graduate, as if you know some information. I don't know if you want to... Do you? Uh, yeah, no. I'll, I'll, I wait till my I'll, I wait till my sources are confirmed. Okay, interesting. But uh, there's a theory that he may have gone back to school. Interesting. Like Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He did a triple Lindy to get his degree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we talked recently about the fact. In fact, we had Doug from Good Times Great Movies on the show. And uh, Doug's a big fan of Patty Seacouse, Patrick Michael, Patty Broken Skull. Seamus McKillian? That's what I keep forgetting. Forgot it used to be Seamus McKillian. Because remember, he's making fun of people who, like, have a nickname that's nowhere near their name. I'm not going to, your name's Patrick? I'm not going to call you Seamus. That's what you do. Um, So he launched his new show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. <laughs> because that's absurd. Yeah, Joey C., I need your uh, breaking news drop. I thought maybe Cardiff was going to come up with something for me. Yeah. Next time. No, I was really impressed. We had confirmation. All right. So, Patrick Michael has launched a brand new show. It's called The Man Pad. With Manny and Patty. This is a show starring our boy Manny Muskets. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And it's him and Patrick Michael doing a show. So the first episode came out five minutes into the episode. So this show starts off. They're having a conversation. Patty's like, hey, check out this intro music I came up with. He plays it for him. They're talking about things. 
five minutes in, they start to discuss like, well, how should we uh, intro the show? All right, but uh, I got two things. I, I have three total. I just figure out I don't have really jokes written down for it or anything. I just have the concept and then we can riff off that. I figure you just, you know, get it rolling however you want to. I got a soundboard here. <laughs> you know, we got, we all, got all kinds of, of stuff if we need it. If it feels necessary when I'm feeling it, I'll hit it. Otherwise, I'll just let it go. Uh, but right, so I'll, far, go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to leave that up to you then. Okay. Um, do you want me to play the music before and then do an intro thing or what? Uh, yeah, I guess play the music, do an intro. Do you want to do the intro? Why are they talking about this before the, the show? Intro. You're <laughs> no. not first on the on the title card. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, not for nothing, but when we do, who are these socials? Blind Mike and I are not in the same room. He's in his studio. I'm in my studio. We get on StreamYard before we start the show. We discuss the rundown couple things about the show I want to make him aware of. Quick discussion. Okay, boom. Then we're into it. These guys spend five minutes going, all right, so I brought a couple things I'm going to talk about. Uh, I don't really have jokes, but, you know, we'll riff on that. Do you want to Do you want to take the intro? Like, all of that was insane that they left this into the episode. So now this is the actual intro to the show. Deb, we're in the middle of a recording session, so every fucking thing you say is going down on tape. Oh, right, like you guys ever care about that crap? Yeah, what up? Welcome to the Mad Pad with Manny Medicinal and Patty Painkiller. How about <laughs> Natural fade out. That's what we do here. Good job. Nailed it. It stinks. So, Manny Medicinal. I like that. And then he's already given him another nickname. Patty Painkiller is on the show. So then, uh, Patty didn't know he was going to do that. So then he goes, well, hold on a second. We should probably use our real stage names. <laughs> oh, so he calls another meeting on air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either way, uh, I'm Pat. Uh, do you want to give him our real, like our actual stage name? Patty Broken Skull, Manny Muskets, uh, the Man Pad. I honestly, when I first sent you the art for this show name, and I came up with the name, I was like, that sounds like what a man who bleeds from his penis would probably use. You know, a Man Pad. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, if, if we got to make that joke first, dude, before they do. Yeah, you've already made that joke twice now. We turned on free water. It's getting better. Well, I think it's funny because on free water, he goes, yeah, I mean, the show's called Man Pad, which is weird because it sounds like this thing. It was his idea. It's his idea to call it Man Pad. Now I understand why, because you got Manny and Patty. Yeah. So it's Man Pad. It's a good name. Mm, it's, it's great. It's not a good name. <laughs> it's it's better than it's, not. It's, it, 90% of the other show That's names true. that Patrick Michael comes up with. That's true. It, it, it sounds like a pad that you would roll out to fuck men on. Yeah, well, that's another. Yeah, it doesn't be, it's, it's gross. Yeah, it doesn't be blood coming out All of right, the penis. All right, I'm back in. It's going be blood like coming out of the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John might be into that. All right. I, I just like the fact that he goes, well, we should use our real stage names, though, right? I'm not Patty Painkiller. I'm Patty Broken Scott. I mean, come on. Let's get this right. Don't want to I don't want to lose dozens people. of followers. Yeah, God forbid. Let's catch on. So then Manny comes out. I love Manny. He's turning this into the biggest problem in the universe immediately. He, or he has the concept for this show. 
I want to first let people know that we're going to list what the main complaints are. You can vote on which one's the biggest at patreon.com slash the man pad. Okay, so they're going to come up with their complaints and you will vote on which complaint is the biggest complaint <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> and they have a Patreon day one. Yeah, I think that, I think that might have been a joke, but honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure. So I'll check now. Okay. In the discussion they were having in that first five minutes that I didn't play for you, one of the things that Patty says is like, so I always use a music bed because I like, I don't want there to be silence and dead air. So if I'm not talking, I want there to be music playing. And Manny goes, well, there's two of us. So probably won't be a lot of dead air. Probably don't need a music bed. Patty's like, yeah, yeah, but just in case. So immediately Manny's getting distracted by the music bed and hates it. <laughs> big, big facts. <laughs> All right, so uh, go ahead. Anything else? Uh, nah, I forgot what I was gonna say. Honestly, the music bed's been distracting me. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm just I'm just stoned, so I don't even know. It is annoying. I thought he put that in post. He's talking over that. It's pretty loud. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah sounds like they're underwater. It's not good music. Cardiff, any uh, report back to us? No, there's no. They don't have a Patreon. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think so. I thought that was probably still a still pod culture, I guess. All right, so let's find out. Patty's going to go first. He said he brought two or three things to complain about. Let's find out what makes Patty a rage, as Dick would say. My first complaint is old people getting hurt. Okay, now this is a this is vast, but I want to narrow it down a little bit more. My thing is like, if you're 65, 70 years old, and I see you. In a cast, <laughs> I see you with an ankle brace. I have an issue with your lifestyle choices. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, huh? <laughs> this show's already a banger. This is my favorite type of Patty. When he brings in material and he's working stuff out, like yes. this is part of his stand-up routine. You guys see these uh, seven-year-olds in cast? What are they doing? What are they up to, huh? Extreme sports? What's going on? Like, There's a piece of lettuce choice. on the floor. <laughs> what? So he claims, you heard earlier, he claims, I got a few things. I don't have any jokes written or anything like that. Sounds like he does. And then you see these people and you're like, what are you doing? You still doing karate? You taking jujitsu, granny? What the fuck is happening? Was it a ski weekend? Sit down. Nailed it. Sit oh, down. <laughs> Nailed it. So then Manny comes out and he says, I don't know that a show with two guys complaining is probably the best. It's not that masculine of a thing to do. You know, so he tries to change that. Aside, aside, I don't wanna I don't wanna be calling these things that we talked about complaints. Because women complain and this is the man pad. <laughs> That's right. That's what I forgot to bring up earlier. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking gripes. I'm thinking bitch fits. An- annoyances. There's something annoyances. there for us. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Real men bitch. Bitch fits is super masculine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. I think that was a joke. But uh, basically, it's what makes you a rage. It's not uh, your complaint of the day. Oh, you know, it grinds my gears. Oh, gosh. Golly gee. So then Manny comes in with his first complaint of the first episode. My gripe for the day is having a shit in public. Because recently I've been outside, not even like in public buildings, just outside going for a walk, waiting for the bus. And then I get a 
I get a, I need the need to fuck. Right. And I, my diet hasn't changed lately. I haven't been doing anything different. I've just been getting older, and the fart's been getting riskier. Oh, I'm with Manny. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is very relatable. <laughs> Did you not know he said fart? He's got a bit of an accent. Fart. Yeah. He's fart. Yeah, what accent is that? That's a good question. I should find out. I can't make it it's, out if it's, it's uh, from Philadelphia. It's it's southwestern it deviated septum is what it is. <laughs> is, that what it is? <laughs> yeah. It does sound foreign. I should ask uh Manny where that's coming from. All right, so you just heard that. Shitting in public. Here's Patty's response. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And we all feel that. We all feel that. Now imagine the person who's who's 70 years old with a broken arm feeling that same fart. It's a different fart. You know what I mean? That's that could be the last fart. <laughs> we'll combine the things, bro. So Patty had to bring it back to his complaint and try to combine the complaints. Yeah, shitting in public. What if you were 70 and had a broken arm when you had a shit in public? Oh, what? And, and so, you can hear him smiling with victory. Oh, yeah. That's a very, a very Vinny thing to do. Yes, it don't is forget, a very Vinny thing to do. Bring it, back, bring it back to my thing. <laughs> yeah. So what's great about this new show, I love this format. I hope this goes on for a long time because we get to hear Patty's improv skills. I like it when he bounces off another person. It's always good. So now we're talking about shitting in public. And Manny talks about how he's in Philly this time of year. It's cold. So he has to put all these clothes on to go outside, and then he has to take a shit. And it's like, oh, no. So then Patty goes, yeah, and of course, you got, you got to shit naked. Right? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, hold on. It's going to go somewhere. Hold on. Yeah. Who doesn't shit naked? You got to shit naked. At, th- at this age, too. You might as well shit naked. Fully naked. I what? I mean, it's I the safest way. way to be. <laughs> <laughs> at this age, you got to shit naked. It's the oh, safest way to okay. go. <laughs> I haven't heard that drop before. <laughs> it's pretty good. So he doesn't end there. He's got more improv to go with shitting naked. If we're talking safety alone, that's the way to go. Take off all the clothes, dude. That And also leave him outside the door in case you have a roommate or a, a loved one. They know you're taking a shit now. Don't come in at all. Stay away, dude. There's a pile of clothes outside and you don't hear the shower running. There's <laughs> There's a power wash going on in the toilet for sure. Or if the door is closed. Probably don't come in. Speaking of shitting naked. <laughs> I'm not naked. I'm wearing a newspaper. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the funnies. Always covered in ink. This one. All right. So that's pretty good stuff. I mean, you know, leave your clothes outside so no one comes in because they know you're shitting. <laughs> that's the joke. Pretty good stuff. Patty then goes on to say that he actually likes shitting in public. He wants to stink it up bad and make it a problem for the next person. Nobody likes that. Oh no, he loves it. And he's got <laughs> he's got a great nobody he's likes got that. a great joke for it here, Andy. Like leaving that stink when you when you walk out is is not a problem for me. I enjoy it. Like good luck, dude. This is gonna be a problem for you when you walk in. Hopefully you don't have a mustache because you won't anymore. But Did you guys uh ever shit so bad it took someone's mustache off? I wish. <laughs> I do have to retract what I just said, though, because there was a time where I was in a public place. I was in one stall. There was a, and it was a, a three stall situation. Okay, and they were all full. So and one guy started playing the Mister Hanky the Christmas Pooh song on his phone. Okay, while we were all in there, 
because he was having a good time. That, <laughs> oh, okay. that, that it was a that it was a a full boat. Did he look like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I left without wiping because I was freaked out. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> All right. So we'll be checking in more on that show, Man Pad with Manny and Patty. Very exciting stuff. I like to see my friends collabing like that. It's always a good thing. Love it. That has potential. It does have potential. I like the fact that they're just turning it into the biggest problem with uh, a problem. Mm-hmm. So, Cardiff, do we have a, a game to play today? Yeah, I s- no. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I know. You, you've been a very busy potato. That's why I didn't even want to uh, bother you with that. I wasn't sure. Yeah, but, no, I didn't uh, have one. <laughs> no worries at all. So that that's okay because we've done a lot today. We mm-hmm. talked about entrepreneurship. We talked about the fact that like entrepreneurs talk about like how they're entrepreneurs and they want to talk to other entrepreneurs about being entrepreneurs. It's literally ninety percent of their fucking day is talking to other entrepreneurs about being entrepreneurs. It's insane to me. Yeah. Do you want to be an entrepreneur? I'm an entrepreneur. I can tell you how to be an entrepreneur. Should you be running a fucking business? Why are you talking to me about being an entrepreneur? Just go fucking run your goddamn business. I'm a podcast. I don't tell people. Oh, wait. No, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Andy brought in Film Cooper. I brought in 2000% Rays. And Lucy brought in Premium Mindset. We had a couple more holiday song parody contest entries. Stuttering John and Cardiff Electric on his show. Because he's desperate for friendship at this point. (laughs) Very, very desperate. What a guess. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) big. Uh, How could you possibly do that? All you need is an email address. Yeah. I'll we, be there. We proved John uh, lies about seven times on the show just today. The man pad is out there with Manny and Patty. See what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. All right. I am traveling to Chrissy Mayer's content house this weekend. So a couple things are going to happen. First off, we have Point Dabble Point on Friday at 4. It's on Shuley's channel this week. So I asked, hey, can we come on there from the content house? And we'll uh, simul stream it on their channel. So Shuley reluctantly agreed to that. (laughs) And uh, we'll be doing Point Dabble Point on YouTube, Shuley's channel, 4 p.m. Eastern time. And then uh, WTP this weekend. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be on it. I don't know what we're going to be talking about. It could be anything. Potluck. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be with a lot of uh, alt-right people hanging out. So <laughs> who know? Alex Jones might be a guest on the show. I don't know who's going to be there. Why don't you get everyone's biggest complaint? <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> well, we can complain about Marxism or whatever people at Chrissy Mayer's content house complain about. Yay or nay, about. shitting naked. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. So that should be a lot of fun. Well, guys, I want to thank you all so much for uh, being part of the show. Of course, Lucy Typebox, you can see her on YouTube, Once Over with Kaylee, where she reviews movies. That's true. I do. And people should Is that watch true? that. They should. They can also subscribe and hit the notification button so that when you put a new video out, they're notified. I would love it if they did that. Once Over with Kaylee is C-A-Y-L-E-Y. And I recently did a review of Air Force One. And coming up, actually, I'll be having Doug from Good Times Great Movies on. 
Um, and he and I are going to be doing Hello, Mary Lou, prom night two. All right. So lots of fun stuff coming up. He is a pro. So that'll be very, He's very a get. Fun. He is a get. He's always good on this show. And of course, the uh, the link to Lucy's YouTube channel is in the description, as always. And Andy comes to us from the All Apologies podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's where I come from. All apologies. We just <laughs> go with that. It makes you sound more important, asshole. <laughs> Andy just gave me one of these looks. Yeah. <laughs> the goat. Yeah. Today we released uh, an episode about Chrissy Teigen, and uh, I don't know the people that she was shitting on were more of a problem. It was uh, Courtney Stodden and uh, yeah. married a 16-year-old, married a 51-year-old man. Yeah, but she was and, telling uh, a teenager to kill herself. So? <laughs> <laughs> she, fucking, she was zoom-mocking all over the place. Chrissy Teigen's a problem. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, she was a problem. But <laughs> okay. It, it was I like the 80s thinking Chrissy Teigen signed on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Between the two of them? I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, They're all horrible. It's apples and apples, really. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, yeah, it was a fun episode. Check it out. Very good. And, uh, of course, Cardiff Electric just twiddling his uh, potato thumbs over there, doing nothing. Yeah. Yes. I, but but if you want to see me do more of that, go to patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric or my YouTube. Subreddit Surfing Live. I know. I was jo- I'm joking. Cardiff is all over the internet all the time. He's out with Sonny Johnny. He goes, I got to go because I got to go do Subreddit Surfing. Did you see John try to snipe you guys for a minute? I haven't I haven't seen that part okay, yet. No, yeah. I haven't I haven't reviewed that yet. He 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 wanted to see what you guys were up to. He's just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> not talking about, not talking about me. It's exactly, over my head. Right, yeah, yeah. You guys were doing your own thing. He's just like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CarlsonComedy.com for tickets. Uh subreddit surfing live with the probably the opening act that's gonna destroy us. The all apologies podcast opening us up, and then Carl doing my stand up. March 9th. You better write some good jokes Carl's for your potato. Oh, that'll be great. You'll make a powerful enemy if you don't write some good jokes <laughs> yeah. for me to perform. We also have Annie oh, waiting in the wings, and I just brought her up oh, without hello. any warning oh, whatsoever. How's it going, Annie? It's going great. Thank you for asking. I think the last time you were on here, you were under the weather, and we missed you. Yes, I was feeling uh, pretty unwell, uh, which is unfortunate because I didn't get to plug that uh, El Harible was on my show last week. The and, El uh, well, more, well, actually, it was Tuki. Tuki came on, and uh, he came on to talk about some games <laughs> and, you know, just a couple. World Order The longest drop ever. Shut the fuck up, asswipe, and suck my cock. Oh, you want to start a drop war? (laughs) Sorry, Andy. Please continue. Can I fight? (laughs) Yes. Andy, you were saying? It was a great show. It was a nice kind of special format. Uh, uh, Yeah, but but, but Andy, 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 tell them all who got you that guest. Uh, Tell them. Tell them who did that for you. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. Me. Uh-huh. Me. Uh-huh. Oh, Listen, okay. shut up for a second. Thank, thank you, Cardiff. God, Cardiff, he just wants to get all the credit in the world. I give So when are you coming on, Cardiff? Can't get me. Nice. That's what I thought. I'm bigger than Tukey. Annie, where can people find uh, your show? On YouTube, and you can just look it up by typing in youtube.com slash at W-I-T-G-S. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any new reviews you'd like to read for us? 
We have plenty of new reviews since it's been like a week since any were read, uh, but I'm just going to read the last two. Perfect. Uh, We have one from Unruby on December 8th, 2023. Couldn't get through the first two minutes. Hosts are unfunny, which is a shame as they convince themselves they are. Fuck you! Is that a uh, one-star review? Yeah, that one is a one-star. I think somebody was butthurt by us. Making fun of their podcast. So maybe it was a faulty Google Chrome. Or Most maybe likely, it was a faulty Google, Google Chrome. Chrome. Sucks. Very possible. And then the newest one that just came in is another one from Castbox. So it's like a comment. It's not like an actual review, but they okay. were nice enough to put their star rating in there. Um, it says that review girl Annie is sure is something. I'm intrigued by this dabble storian. He sure sounds great. Joey C sucks. Love you, Carl and Chris. From a secret friend. Double story and a friend so true. <laughs> Spreading knowledge like morning dew. Through the devilverse, he roams with glee. Unraveling history for you and me. Oh, <laughs> the two of was long. <laughs> right, that was so long you had to fade it out. Was that a, uh, a five? Well, you said they put those tires in there. Yeah, it's a five star. Very good. Very good. All right. I have a voicemail for Lucy. I've been holding on to this, Lucy. Yeah. So that you would hear it. It's from a longtime friend of the show. Hey, Lucy. It's the cow photographer. I was just wondering when you'd like to come down to Texas and uh, set up a photo shoot. Got uh, all my gear ready. We'll have a good time. Call me back. Really, Carl, give her my number. Call me back. You know who the uh, cow photographer is? All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, We'll make that happen. We're going to have to set that up. All right. Sounds good. Done and done. Speaking of uh, people that we all know, Jake Hudson reached out to me. Now, I have not been on his show. He's not been on my show. But we've crossed the streams a few times, right? (laughs) Safe to say. Who are these podcasts is the best in the world and what they do? And that's not an opinion. That's just a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, team, who are these podcasts? 444 Life. Love you, brother. Hope to get you on the podcast really soon, Carl. Carl! Love what you do. Keep being you. You are too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet to be freaking sour. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. We'll get you on one of these days for sure. All right. Gary had a conversation with Judy. <laughs> Just so happened to call our voicemail number at the same time. Hey, Judy. Time. Guess who Brainiac Stuttering John is suing now? I don't know. He's suing Tukey. Isn't Tukey a puppet? Yeah, Tukey's a puppet. But if he's successful, he plans on suing Kermit the Frog, Alf the Alien, Howdy Doody, and the estate of Jerry Mahoney, Paul Winchell. Yeah, he's got all these lined up. He's a real brainiac, that's for sure. Anyway, rock and roll. Some old-ass references. <laughs> I know he's an older gentleman, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Wilford Brimley's rolling his grave. <laughs> he's, he's like, ooh. I think this is uh, Dylan from somewhere. I think this is your uh, co-host calling into the show here. Hey, Carl, this is Dylan. You know, there are a lot of things I feel that have shocked us as a nation. Uh, you know, 9-11 being one of them, the sure. series finale of The Sopranos, yep. 
the fact that Kelly Clarkson actually has a TV show. But I think the biggest shocker of all is that Stuttering John has outlived Ralph Sorella. Mm. I'm really going to have to rethink my Stern Show Deadpool picks. But uh, thank you very much. Call me back. Will do. I agree with you. That is weird. Same age, too. I forgot about our Deadpool. Yeah, I had Alex Jones, right? I have Artie Lang. You have Artie? Wow. I'll never come to. Who do you have, Producer Chris? I don't remember. Yeah, I'm I don't not sure you either. have one. Maybe it's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's cheating. You can win anytime you want. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> I just saw a photo of Alex Jones with uh, my friend Carrie, who I'm going to be hanging out with this weekend. He looks terrible. I cannot <laughs> believe he's still going. It's not going to be good. Scotland, Waldorf, we're trashing my kids. Tim Hudson, you are a coward. <laughs> oh, no. Settler and Waldorf were trashing John's kids? That's not good. In they world they got money. Um, a Lions fan is mad at me. Hey, Carl. It's Brian from uh, Dearborn, Michigan. Can you do us all a fucking favor and start becoming a Bills fan again and forget about the Lions? Thank you very much. Do not call me back. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that loss to the Bears was... Eesh. That's insane. Not great. Carl, it's Doug, your only white listener. Oh, hey, Doug. Listen, I was thinking about what Pedro was saying, slow Pedro. I want to hear more from him. I think you need to bring him on from voicemailer to full-blown guest. Think about it. Isn't this Slowpoke Paco? <laughs> yeah. Not Pedro? Come on, Doug. You're making us white people look bad. White <laughs> White Doug is way off base. Yeah, come on, man. Better than that. Uh, Nate from Flint calls in a lot. This is a very short one from Nate. I appreciate it. Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. And this voicemail is less than 45 seconds. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Hitting all the notes with that one. Literally. All right. Hey, this is Wang. I I have a kid in the L.A. school district. Doctor and John Melendez called me and told me my kid get A plus. So I called the school board and removed my kid from class. Obviously, class not hard enough. Last question: Who is the best whack packer from the <laughs> radio show? I don't even know. Fucking retard! Don't call me. Uh-oh, we were pulling the kids out of school left and right. Is that Dat Fan? <laughs> Dat Fan's mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, our buddy Brian. Now, we've all met Brian. He comes to the live shows. We went to Chicago, Detroit both times, came to Nashville. Him and Cocaine Jesus hang out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he called into the show. Carl, Brian from Detroit. So you're talking about going to see Cornfield in Detroit. Cocaine Jesus and I have corporate seats that are uh, center stage, row B, which is second row. We're cordially inviting you to join us. Uh, don't worry about booze and all that. We'll be uh, nice and drunk. I'm drinking uh, neutrals and high noons and car in my car. Pre-game it. Uh, balls in your court, buddy. Let us know. I might have to take you up on that. Corey Feldman in Detroit. Row B. Row B, which is the second row. <laughs> <laughs> Show off. <laughs> Of two rows. <laughs> yeah. Brian, that's awesome. I'll, I'll be in touch because I do want to go. So Corey Feldman's touring with Limp Bizkit. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, Drew and Mike just did a segment. Corey Feldman was on the morning show in LA, the TV morning show, promoting his new Funko Pop. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, who fucking goes on a TV show to promote their Funko Pop? Do they? Do they just put? Uh... It's the same Funko Pop, but one says Corey Feldman and one says Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just like double <laughs> right. dipping, pretty much. So, um, so he's all excited. He's, he's touring with Limp Biscuit, and they're coming close by here. But I think I'd rather go to Detroit to see it. Maybe hmm. ah, why, why not both? Yeah, let's let's follow Corey around. Road trip. Road trip. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Carl. This one's gonna be a little lengthy, but I have a fatty hiccup story. So. <laughs> Sunday night, he was doing a live stream, um, and I just so happened to see it on, and uh, it was near the tail end, and he was doing all of his plugs for his shows, like, oh, catch me on this, catch me on that, and um, right at the last second, I asked, will you be reading IMDB anytime soon? Okay. And I got that in the chat, and... He didn't respond. He just went off. And I was like, oh, well, fuck it. Uh, fucking shameless, whatever. I go take a shower. Like, 30 minutes later, I check my YouTube, and he's back on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just jump back on just to see. Bro, he was waiting for me. He waited for He got on camera. He waited for me. Did a half-hour stream, and once I got in... I was like, hey, what, what, what's up? And uh, he started to just shit on me. Do you make out with your dad? Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Like, you're such a pussy for not saying it while I was there. And whatever. But I had a whole fuck. He took the video down. But there was like 11 viewers. Other people saw it. I'm not one of these turbo autists that fucking knows how to clip and download. But I wish I did. But, um. But yeah, I had a whole fucking Seamus video. He did a whole video on me. Uh, I'm at two minutes now. All right, fuck you. Thank you, bye. Yeah, you could, you <laughs> could have told that a little quicker. But wow, so all you do is say, "Are you reading IMDb?" And he freaks out that much. That's to dedicate the video to trashing you. That's funny. Impressive. Speaking of trashing, listen to this. Carl, sweet new hairdo, dude. <laughs> Flock of Seagulls cover band coming. Can't wait to see it, dude. Woo! <laughs> the treasure might do! <laughs> Carl's bad haircut's become my favorite YouTube chatter. I know, I've seen that. I was getting my haircut yesterday, and I go, just so you know, people make YouTube accounts over this, so you're not fucking up. <laughs> All right, I got one more card, and this is for you, buddy. Carl, baby, if you had a vagina... A vagina? I fuck it. What's up, Carl? It's Anxious Andy here. I'm actually leaving a voicemail this time. I just wanted to let you know I'm watching the live stream with John and Cardiff, and this is probably the hardest I've laughed in a fucking minute. But I cannot stand Cardiff for so long. But in the last couple of weeks, I've really started to like him. I can't stand the little fucking queer, kooky, but it's whatever. It's a puppet. We're grown ass man. I think it's childish and retarded, but whatever. I think the shit with John is getting even more funnier. Uh, Carter's impression of him was fucking hilarious, and his John's fingers are getting worse. They're getting more crooked. You guys go back and look. You'll see it. And uh, fuck you, Carl. Don't call me back, please. <laughs> All right. No worries. I won't call you back. 
Cardiff, you're uh, making friends out of making enemies. Making friends, making friends. Congratulations, sir. You never know what I'll do next. <laughs> well, how did you get the invite to that? How did that go down? He, he took the strike off your channel? Yeah, we had a whole public back and forth how, you know, and I praised him in a tweet, how he did the right thing, and he said, you should come on my show. That's how it takes. I said, okay. Everybody but I was blocked amazing. in StreamYard. I had to make a new stream, a new Google account. I saw that. You go, by the way, I'm blocked. And he goes, what? And then he goes, oh, yeah, yeah there you are. <laughs> he's got a whole list of people he's blocked in StreamYard. So I was trying to get on for 10 minutes. I kept sending him messages back that I'm blocked. But he just kept sending me links. He's so stupid. Did you tell him it was a faulty Google Chrome? That's my favorite drop. Now. So maybe it was a faulty Google Chrome. <laughs> you ask, you get. Yeah. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Carter. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks, Andy. Thank Annie. Galaga. I'm Carl Hamburger. Okay, bye. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, bye. Bye, Mr. Data Head, master of disguise. He can turn into over 50 completely different guys. Is he a blind or is his hair red? You never know with Mr. Potato Head. He's hot. He's out of He's control. Out of control. Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric or YouTube.com slash at Cardiff Electric. That guy has some good songs. Some of the best. <laughs> <laughs>